is Law Nation. Let's go, baby, baby. Got an episode for you, you, and you. Let's go. The Playmaker on T.Y. Hilton plus matchup versus the Jags. And more from yours truly, Law Nation Sports. Let's continue to grind to shine. Mama said there'll be days just like this. Come on. Yep. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Yep. What about a Law Nation groove? Shout out to you. Let me know if you can hear me on the Facebook. Let me know if you can hear me on the YouTube. Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Come on. Hey. Hey. Come on. All right. Ha ha. What's good? What's good, Cowboy Nation? What's good with all of you all that's tuning in on this beautiful day? The Cowboys versus the Jaguars. I get it. You know, that's the next team, man. That team, they match up pretty good against us uh, as it relates to the numbers and everything. But we're going to go over that. But first and foremost, man, shout out to y'all who watched the show last night, the final word. It was phenomenal. Appreciate my guys, man. Big game, James. Balls Cowboys Sports and the OC. Uh, we always grinding for your mind, huh? Shout out to you, Jamel. Appreciate you. And thank you for sending me all of those clips via the Instagram and beyond. I appreciate you guys. The community is strong. The people are nice. And you guys bring a lot of spices to the table, and I love it, baby. Uh, the Cowboys versus the uh, Jags, we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to listen to Michael Irvin, the playmaker. He was on 105.3, the fan. Shout out to Sean and RJ mixed in with Bob A. Appreciate all of those boys. And we're going to listen to this audio about the playmaker and his thoughts and things like that. Let's listen to it. Signs in her eyes. She's talking about moving into. From Ain't that wrong with that? Hey, anything <laughs> in the place. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what really spends the money. My wife, I, when I first bought my first house, I said, babe, we're going to stay here until we retire. Now, we bought the land to build a house. I said, I can't build that house right now. I'm negotiating with Jerry still. As soon as I retire, we're going to build a house. We've outgrown this house. So I used to go and get a little measuring tape. I said, I'm still 6'2". You still 5'6". What are you talking about? We had to grow one in. <laughs> she used to get hot. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man, yeah. But ultimately, she got what she wanted. No doubt. No she doubt. Did. Always- hey, hey, before they go into more details, just want to tell you guys, man, I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. But let's talk about this before we get into the details of everything. Sudden digital marketing. Sudden DM.com. 
Check out them, 866-508-4169. What do they do? Well, they help out with everything as far as your Google search optimization, especially if you are an attorney and if you need to help your business because we all know how business work, right? You need to get your information in front of people, especially people you don't know. Right. So let's reach out to Sutton Digital Marketing. They will handle all of that. And if you check out their reviews on Yelp and Google, they top top five with all stars, baby. So that's why they reached out to me so that I can reach back out to you guys. There's somebody out there that need help. So check them out. Give them a call. Let them know that L.A.W., D-Law, you know what I'm saying? Nation sent them, sent you over to them, and that number is 866-508-4169 for your mind. Let's get let's to you guys. Mike, what, what does T.Y. Hilton do for the Cowboys? Listen, it's so interesting because I got T.Y. Hilton coming on my podcast today, you know. I love T.Y. First of all, he, I love him. He's a good dude, man. You know, he's from Florida. I, I spent time talking to him when he was with the Indians. You know, I've gone out to eat with him before. I think he's great for the locker room. That's number one. Because that's the number one thing you want to start talking about right now. What, what we're adding, it, how is it going to fit in the locker room? Does it disrupt the locker room or add to the locker room? This will add to the locker room. Just I'm talking about the emotion side of it. Now what does he add to the field? Mm. You know, and, and, and that's the whole thing. You know, T.Y.'s been out a minute. How much, you know, but he was a fast guy. He was a fast guy, and, and you, you can still run. I'm looking at old guys like DJ, like Deshaun Jackson, who can still run. T.Y. can still run, and I think that'll help us a lot over the top. No doubt, man. So when we talked about T.Y., you know, he's 33 years of age, right? And knowledge is one thing. Influences is another as far as what he can bring to the locker room. I'm not trying to uh, gas the man up, but – Shoot, let me put a little gas on him just a little bit. I think that he will be still better than Jalen Tolbert, and he will give us more bang for our buck than what we've seen out of James. Say it with me. Washington, right? So you want to bring in a guy that's been here before that can help out this team. He won't hurt the team, for crying out loud. And this will alleviate some of the pressure in the bleeding from Noah Brown as well as Michael Gallup. And, of course, C.D. Lamb. So, I agree. You bring in somebody along. Look, 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 look. A long tooth, right? But you guys know what I'm about to say about this. A new broom can sweep the floor good. But that old broom can get those corners. So, this is why they brought this kid in, right? He's still young in my book, but he's old in football years. So, hey, they bringing in this guy to help solidify this team. And I heard from John Machado that he's been putting in 10-hour days, right? So, if you're not putting in hours, don't complain. This dude been putting up 10-hour days at the start. So, he's hungry, Right? He's hungry, <laughs> Ph.D. mentality, poor, hungry, and determined to help this team out and to get out there and make something happen. So I love when I hear news and stuff like this. Let's go. How do you like? How is it that you find out without getting on the field necessarily? Like, you know, does he, does he still have a little bit left? I mean, does the name match up with the talent that remains? Well, you know, T.Y. T. White for a minute, there was one of the top receivers in the, the league. league. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so. 
So now you, 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 you bring your mind off that. You bring your mind off that. That's a, there's a reason that he was no longer playing, you know what I mean? Uh, he got a little older and, and things had changed a little bit. So that, that's the reason for that. So, so you got to bring your mind off that. But the question is, how much can he still help the Dallas Cowboys? We're not looking for him to be the number one receiver. Listen. We're looking for you to add depth, to give us something going down the line, and he can certainly give you that. Is the Odell dream over? Uh, before they go back to that Odell conversation, I, I just want to tell you guys that I, I get it. I understand that we, 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 we want to talk still about Odell. But I think that that's water on the bridge now. You know, we moving on uh, uh, with this uh, whole situation. We get this up there, bam, bam, and and uh, this is uh, from John Machado. T. Y. said that he's been spending ten hours a day at the star trying to get caught up on the offense. And it shouldn't take him that long, you know, to get caught up on this particular offense, by the way. You know, but but he said he spent about 10 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? He said he was waiting for the right opportunity. And Dallas was that team. I'm definitely fresh. I run all day. I'll be fine. I feel like, quote, unquote, the Cowboys got all, not some, but all the pieces. And that's from your boy, T.Y. Hilton. So what I can tell you guys that, you know, just because somebody's kind of long in the tooth don't mean I probably can outrun some of y'all. I'm in my 40s. You know what I'm saying? I can probably outrun y'all right now. Some of y'all in y'all 20s, and, and, and y'all probably can't outrun me right now, right? <laughs> I can go put some shoes on and go running right now, and y'all be like, man, <laughs> I'm 18, law, law, lapping me, you know? It's about preparing yourself and preparations, right? And on top of that, it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and don't have one than to have the opportunity and not be prepared, right? So that's why I get up. I still do my runs, you know? So so leave that man alone, you know? As a matter of fact, who knows? It still goes to this right here. Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also <laughs> unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know. T.Y. from Dallas said, you're not faster than me, Law, but I probably can run longer than you. I probably can run. You know, what's your time in a mile? You know what I'm saying? Is it below five minutes? You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's let's lace them up. <laughs> Y'all don't let this old law fool you, you know. I still got some bodies. I still got some bodies that I got to claim. You know, come on. I got one more left in me, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got one more left in me. Don't, don't, don't let this old man fool you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I... I I look just as young as he do, and I and I got this man by many of years. You know, y'all better leave me alone. <laughs> you know, me and Jason Witten about the same age. You know, Jason Witten look a little whole lot older than me, but I ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm faster than Jason Witten. Y'all better, <laughs> y'all better leave me alone. I'll show you. Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. <laughs> Let me leave y'all alone, man. I don't want y'all to find out all of the secrets. But let's listen to what the playmaker have to say about this. Uh, for now, I think it is. For now, it is. You know what I mean? I like that Jerry's saying that. 
we needed help right now. We're not talking about next year. We're talking about right now. We're trying to win a Super Bowl right now. If you can help us, we can look into it. And you can't fault Odell people. They thought, hmm, hmm, hmm. There, 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 there's some bait in the water. Let's drop a line and see if we can catch us a big fish that can give us a lot of money on the hopes of him coming back. You know, maybe he gets ready for the playoffs. You know what I mean? On the host of it. So so both sides, I understand. It's just business. The Bobby Bell question of the week, who would you rather face in the playoffs if you're the Cowboys between Philly and San Francisco? All right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's talk about this right quick. All right, so basically the water is under the bridge and the Cowboys got to stay focused in on – this situation. I think we win this game, we in the playoff, right? We clinch a spot in the playoff. Or if it's a tie, I think we clinch a spot in the playoff, some weird number like that. And if the Seattle Seahawks lose or something like that, you know, somebody got it all written down already. Uh, I, I may have it written down. Let me see if I got it over here. Uh, I may have it written down already. And, yeah, yeah, here we go right here. From the league office, Dallas clinches playoff berth with a Dallas win or, they put the or in there, Dallas tie plus a giant slash Washington does not end in a tie or, they put another or in there, a Dallas tie plus Seattle Sea Chickens loss or tie or, they put a more or in there, Seattle loss plus Detroit loss, or tie, or Seattle loss, plus a Washington loss. I'm going to tell y'all this. Just win the doggone game, you know? <laughs> just win the game, and this would alleviate all of that, and then you'll be more in control of your own destiny. Remember back in the days, we'll be at the spots and the moments of wishing that another team lose or wishing that that other team fall on their face and we get all the way down to the end of it. Remember that stretch of years of eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight. What if I told you guys that in all of those years we went eight and eight, and this was many moons ago, by the way, eight and eight, eight and eight. If we just win one game, and take care of business we in. That's the craziest thing. And it went down to the, the to the minutes, right? To the last ticks of uh, of the quarter there. And we were on the outside looking in. And then when it happened again in 2019, we was like, man, we were literally, we were literally like this. But that was the most bittersweet thing that ever happened to the Cowboys because I truly believe if the Cowboys figured it out and won one more game or if the NFL Illuminati didn't hose us in that Saints game, didn't triple hose us with the triple trips or what have you and the New England Patriots game, the monsoon game, right? And we somehow finish out beyond eight and eight there still would have been there still would have been a situation and scenario that Jason Garrett 
would still be the head coach here to this day. Because really, you will have to say to yourself, hey, man, the coach never had a losing season, right? And that was his worst output with Dak Prescott and beyond. So it was a situation that it's a bittersweet, not saying that we didn't want to go to the playoff that year. But, man, sometimes fate, F-A-T-E, gets in the way, right? <laughs> that fate was the ultimate fate that got rid of Jason Garrett. And truth be told, hear me out before I hit play on his audio. <laughs> Sims, <laughs> shout out to you, Trey. If it wasn't that, can y'all imagine? Because even Jerry Jones didn't want to get rid of Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett stayed here all through the summer, and he helped pick the coach, right? They said he was helping He was helping the coach move stuff in. They said it's hard to get rid of him. <laughs> he stayed around like a stain. <laughs> that Jerry Jones and Jason Gary relationship was a unique one. But 2019 happened so that 2020 could occur. It was so devastating that the world, when Jason Garrett left, the world had to present C-19. <laughs> the world had to re- regenerate itself. That's how long Jason Garrett was here, y'all, believe it or not. That's a great question, man. That's a great question. Right now, right now, I'm going to go to San Fran because I'm going to go to San Fran. I'd rather face San Fran right now because they don't have Debo Samuel. Now, Debo comes back. You ask me that question again, I may have a different answer. <laughs> well, Debo's back. If I tell you Debo's back. Oh. <laughs> He's back in three weeks, they say. I'd rather face Philly. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to talk to the twin. You know, the twin empire, the twin maker, and letting him know that my guy, the playmaker, is still worried about Debo. He is. I ain't worried about Debo. I, matter of fact, I want Debo. Now, I'm going to be careful what I wish for, though. Hold on. Yeah, it was Debo. That, yeah, it was him. That scored that touchdown on my guys. But, man, we got a re. We got a new. We got a different type of philosophy for that now. You know, I think we can handle Debo and them. Yo, it's not like they blew us out. We only lost in the morning. We, we we ran a quarterback sneak in 14 seconds left in that game, right? Or or 12, whatever it was. It took it took 14 penalties. Come on, man. Um, I think that Debo he just had a high ankle sprain, he or low ankle sprain, I believe. So he will be back in three weeks. He'll be back. He'll be back. Who y'all would rather face? The Niners. Or the Eagles, y'all. Let me know in the chat. You gotta see Philly. Wow. I don't need to see. I'd yes. rather face Philly, but I, I gotta see Philly. Wow. That's San Fran. San Fran's a different monster, man. I told y'all that last year. I'm telling you now. Even right now, 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 now. Me saying that. Me saying that too. I gotta see game two, three with Purdy. I was impressed last week. Oh, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I told you a week before that when he came on, I felt some Tom Brady's vibe. 
I just, I don't know if it was my feeling or my mind had already. <laughs> it's pe- your feelings, man. Brock Purdy. Hey, man, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I mean? Come on, now. The playmaker? Come on. All right, Brock Purdy. Let's see if Purdy can do this on a consistent basis. Now, the the, the Niners, I'm going to talk to my brother if, if he's available tonight. We're going to talk about Brock Purdy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. That's who he actually was, by the way, y'all. He was the last guy in one of those drafts. Uh, I forgot what year y'all can look that up for me. But the playmaker just mentioned Tom Brady and Brock Purdy in the same conversation. He ahead and looked and saw that he was playing Tom Brady the week the week after that. I don't know, but I'm just telling you what I felt when I saw him come on the field. You know what All right, I so did. explain that because you know people can't they can't stick to what comparison you're really making. Yeah, well, what's the Brady yeah, Brock comparison? Well, well, you know when you see a guy come on the field in that big of a situation. Is he coming on like, oh, my God, what, you know, oh. Oh, or is he coming on like, boy, I told y'all not to give me this shot, yeah. and I'm about to show y'all now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a different vibe in that, dog. That's a different vibe. Tom Brady came on, he goofy looking at all, boy. But I said, hey, what are you doing? What are you He's coming on like he belongs here. You know what I'm saying? Like he belongs here. Like he about to do something. And, and years later, Lo, lo and behold, that's exactly what he did. I felt some of that with Purdy. I had to call, I don't know. I had to look at myself. I said, boy, you go ahead and look at the schedule. And maybe you, your mind was already working because you knew he was playing Tom. And what the, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's why I made him my number one playmaker. He went into Tom's own hometown, Mr. Irrelevant, and took down the most relevant in our league, and did it in your own hometown. <laughs> I got to give that man credit for that. I said, and when you talk about this, this travel, that's like traveling all around the world and back. <laughs> that's what that was. That was insane, man. So if he can carry that, mm, 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 yeah, that'd be scary. Oh, wow, man. I, I know my brother, he going to be like giggling, boy. Yeah, dog, boy. He going to be giggling when he hear that. All right, so mm, Mr. Irrelevant versus the most relevant. Look, look, the playmaker got to play on words, man. The dude is brilliant with it. Um, My thing is, got four more games, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We got some things that we have to be (laughs) relevant with. You know, if not, then the Cowboys, uh, What these are the things that I don't want. Hear me out. I don't want us limping into the playoffs, falling into the playoffs. I want us to be rolling into the playoffs. I want us to start peaking now. You don't want to peak too soon. And you got four freaking games to do such, right? So it may not be this week. It could start next week, right? But you yourself got to look everybody into their eyes, and they have to look at into the mirror. <laughs> and say to themselves, like mirror, not mirror, mirror. You got to look into the mirror and say, all right, how can we get better at our best? So they bring in T.Y. That should help and solidify this particular wide receiver core, right? They should, once they bring T.Y. in and he play a game, it should be hush of any other wide receivers. Focus. You don't have silver and blue on, we ain't talking about you. 
right? And they should look at this run game, go over all of the analytics and the stat lines for your mind and say to themselves, all right, how do we win games? How can we make sure that Zeke and Tony have this unique relationship with this offensive line? It shouldn't be, oh, we experimenting this and that, right? These last four games, they should be the most polished games you can pull out. And you should have in your mind that this game, even against the Jags, this is a playoff game. Why? Because you're still a few games behind the Eagles, and you got to face the Eagles. I, I, I did a little research on them bringing in a guy for a cup of coffee, Anthony Rush. I appreciate those who watched that video this morning. Uh, they only bringing him in for a cup of coffee. He's six foot four and a half. He's 350 pounds to 361. Law, he only have a .5 in sacks. Well, I'm not looking for him to do that. We got sack guys on this team. We looking for a big body that can fill inside to help solidify us stopping the run. That's all I want him to do. I want 350 pounds or 355 pounds if he is picked up for the Cowboys to weeble wobble in there and lean on the center a few times. Just lean on him. Law, he's trash, but I want this big trash to lean on him, right? Just lean on the opposition so that LVE can continue to look the same for what he looked like the last two weeks. So that if possible, the moan clock can continue to be on his page, right? On the right page. So that if in a pinch, when Big Bo need a spell or Neville Gallimore or Osa, you got somebody else, a big tree stump. Now, did the Cowboys hustle backwards? Yeah, they did. They hustling backwards. <laughs> you use draft capital for John Ridge Way. You got rid of said draft capital, right? You put them on your practice squad, and someone else scooped them up. All of that hard work, somebody else scooped it up when you could have literally, if you was froggy on Tristan Hill, you could have literally got rid of him, right? You seen what all you needed to see out of Tristan Hill for at least three years. Right, I'm just I'm just talking now. I'm just getting this off my chest, y'all. You know, I gotta talk. This is therapy session, not just for you, but it's for me. And you had a room loaded with defensive edge guys. And matter of fact, I promise you my bottom dollar. If you were to put Joshua Ball on the practice squad, I promise you a soul wouldn't have looked his way. They would have been like, I uh, nah, <laughs> you know. So, Cowboys, you got to start prioritizing right and properly. We had less guys at DT. We had more guys on the edge. Right? We fooled around and, 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 and did this whole thing with Terrell Basham. We lit him and allowed him to recover just to get rid of him, just to bring in Tack McKinley, Right? What sense does that make, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> we got to stop hustling backwards. That's all I'm saying. That's my points of this. And, and, and we can't be talking one terminology that we love our guys, we love our draft picks, 
We don't want to lose out. We don't want to package draft picks together because we love. We, we warm embrace with our draft picks. Right? And then we get rid of the draft pick and get nothing in return of said draft pick. That was the whole reason why I got angry last night. <laughs> when they said, Law, you got to get over Amari Cooper. It's not, it's the principalities. You know? When Big Worm, Big Perm, when he was mad at Smokey, it wasn't about the money, it was the principalities. You know? <laughs> Y'all get what I'm saying with that, right? I hope you guys get what I'm saying with that. It was about the principles of the matter. You know what I'm saying? You can't have us looking like a fool over here. You know, it was about the principalities, you know. You play with my money is like playing with my emotions. You know, he, he was trying to play with his man money. And when you really think about it, Smokey was going Smokey was gonna get smoked for what, forty dollars, fifty dollars, but it was the principalities of it. You play with the cowboys' emotions with this. You said you love the draft pick, but then you fought to get the draft pick. Fifth round draft pick, Matt Walesco. I know we can't help that he had his shoulder situation. I get it, shoulder lean. But the other fifth round draft pick, John Ridgeway, y'all talked about so much that you love your draft pick, but then you let that one go to the enemy, the Washington team. <laughs> That's why I was angry. Somebody need to be angry in, their, in those doggone meetings too. Saying, hey, y'all talk about these precious, precious draft picks. Did you know that you could have got rid of a, a, a third and a fifth or something like that, and you could have had a doggone guy on this tape? A Raekwon Smith or somebody, you know what I'm saying? Well, how much Roquan went, went for, like a first and a third or something like that? We got a third-round draft pick that can't even see the field, Jalen Tobert. Oh, what round was Simi Fihoko was drafted in, right, on his precious draft picks? <laughs> so we got to do better with these things man start willing and dealing a little bit better that's all i'm saying we do we got to will and deal better oh we got some super chats man i appreciate y'all so much man love y'all i love y'all man from the to the moon and back man Halle says my unpopular opinion if we win sunday we got to treat the next three preseason oh 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 hold on i think i didn't read it right <laughs> We gotta treat <laughs> we got we gotta treat the next three like preseason games and forget about winning the East. Health matter more. Ale, <laughs> I love you. I love you, man. But let me give you one of these right here. Come on, Holly. No. <laughs> well, where is it? You must be out of your goddamn mind. No way. No way. You know, I love you, but no. <laughs> We got to treat these next three games like all or nothing. You got to set, you haven't accomplished nothing. Look, there, there was a philosophy, two philosophies that we can go back and look at and do some data on. The Bill Belichick philosophy, and I believe um, the coach philosophy. What's that coach name? Dog, his name is at the tip of my tongue. And they were killing everybody in the regular season. They were regular season heroes. 
Tony Dungy, right? The Bill Belichick philosophy was, hey, we're going to play through the echoes or the whistles. I don't care if it's the Jets or the Miami Dolphins or the Bills. We're going to beat them. You're going to beat the sleep out of them, right? I don't even care that it kind of backfired them on the Giants because they ran up the score on the Giants and the Giants met them back in the Super Bowl. But the New England Patriots always had the philosophy that we're going to continue to play. We're not going to rest all starters. We're going to even Tom Brady, everybody, like, hey, why is he still out there? But Tony Dungy had the philosophy, hey, we, we played so well in the, pre, in the regular season. Let's start resting our guys. Let's start benching our guys. Let's not uh, uh, limp into this thing. Let's be ready for the playoffs. And every year, fail, fail, fail. It seems as if, though, and then I know a lot of people gloss over Peyton Manning's career, but he struggled in the playoffs. He kept losing every year. Rest in the playoff. Let's rest in the playoff. Let's rest in the playoff. And the inverse happened to Tommy Boy, right? I think that the Colts, if they were better prepared, they would ha- they should have at least three Super Bowls with the Colts. Peyton Manning should have at least four Super Bowls. But the philosophy were they did they kicked a lot of butt in the regular season. They disappeared in the playoffs. I know somebody got those numbers for me. Uh, Jay Versick says, Josh Ball is a turnstile, you know. <laughs> yes, indeed he is, man. Oh, my gosh. Man, the only reason I want to go so far in on Josh Ball, I, I don't want my guy, uh, Brandon Ross, to say, hey, man, you ain't a real Cowboy fan if you're talking bad about Josh Ball now. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Brandon. But, for real, I, I'm only going to give Josh Ball lean way because of this coaching staff on how they turn things around with Terrence Steele. But right now it's not the time to be experimenting, though, in my opinion. I appreciate everybody, man, uh, for jumping in. <laughs> and shout out to you, Holly. You know, I'm just, I love you, man. I'm just joking with you, man. You know, <laughs> let's listen to more what they have to say. Michael Urban joins us here, 105 Through the Fan. Do you think... Or are you concerned that he may not be able to go win you a game if you need to? Is that like the big kind of next test he has to he has to uh, you know overcome? Well, no, it's not a test he has to overcome. It's the protection they have to give him to 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 to, to stir up that thing and stir up that gift that he has in him. That's what they did to Tom. Tom didn't win throwing footballs early. Tom won with good defense and a good running game. You see what I mean? That's what he has right now. And then Tom moved to I'm carrying the team. And then he moved towards the old seven years where 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 man, I'm carrying the lead. You know what I mean? With with this passing thing. And now he's trying to kinda of go back to I'm gonna need a great run game and defense around me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so that's nothing wrong with Brock Purdy being in that situation where, where you say, Don't go out here, I don't want you to go have to throw it forty times to win. You know what I mean? That's how Tom Brady started. Right. So Micah has created a little bit of a buzz that you're going to be talking uh, about on TV as a topic. Uh, he was talking with Von Miller, and the question was, Hurts yeah, making the Eagles or the Eagles making Hurts? And Micah seeming to suggest that seeming to suggest. <laughs> you sure about that? Oh, Bobby. I got dog, man. How you going to mess up that word? Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, 
this video gonna have a yellow a yellow flag when this video is posted, right? <laughs> Let's listen to this dude, man. Let me rewind what he let me rewind. I was talking with Von Miller, and the question was Hurts yeah, making the Eagles or the Eagles making Hurts. And Micah seeming Pause. to suggest that seeming Pause. to <laughs> Are you sure about that? God, Bobby. You guys are 12 years old. You guys are 13 years old. I swear to God. Is that his word, seeming? I didn't say anything. He wants a fourth kid, too. Disclaimer. Disclaimer, Facebook. We are talking about Parsons and Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts seeming to have a team around him, not the other one, right? Not the other seaman. But you guys get what I'm saying. Disclaimer, I got to say that for Facebook because Facebook tend to, you know, take this thing as misinformation and this and that. So we love y'all, Facebook. Come on, let's go. Man, man I swear, man. You can't, I'm a hey, bunch of time. That word like, like that, you know, like, like man, I still work on that old brother, all of you, man, don't you go on TV. Said, man, I'm finna go. Finna. What, are you, what are you talking about? Finna, finna. I'm yeah. about to. Yeah. You mean I'm about to? They're just words that work in like oh, yeah. that, that yeah. always yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like <laughs> Micah was suggesting that the Eagles were helping Jalen versus Jalen helping them. What do you think? Before he spread, because I haven't heard this interview, but before he go, let me go in. Let me jump in this thing. Let me jump in this thing. Two things can be true. And we know one thing for sure. Jalen Hurts, he's a humble kid. He is a coach son, right? He is a guy that went to Alabama who had that team, lost that job, continued to get back on that team, and then went over there to Oklahoma beyond, right? He got to work. He, he, I can never discount a person that works to sun up to sundown. I would tell you, a person, this right here is the mentality that I see out of Jalen Hurts. A person with a strong will and determination can dig a ditch with a spoon faster than a lazy man can with a crane. So what I'm saying is, Jalen Hurts, he put in some work, baby. And there's no way that you can discount that man's work production right and his skill set to be even keel to find reservations within himself right to not give away the game uh I, I think that he only threw what three interceptions for the season what have you uh over 20 touchdowns i don't have his numbers in front of me but i can tell you that goes a long way two things can be true the eagles went out and said all right we got this guy with hard work and determination we need to surround him with pieces because just him by himself will not get the job done. A.J. Brown was necessary, right? Making sure that they re-up and paid Dallas Goddard was necessary, right? A quarterback best friend will always be a tight end, right? And understanding not to put all of the pieces just for him, and say, we're going to take away the pieces and see if he can win it by himself before you pay him? No. They made sure that they re-solidified that offensive line, and that is what Parsons was saying, that all of the pieces around him make him look good. 
it's, it's pretty much makeup to the face of the lady. Right. So what I'm saying here is that the Cowboys did the inverse. The Cowboys literally had Dak Prescott and say, all right, before we pay you, let's take away your pieces. Let's take away Dez Bryant. Let's bring in some wide receivers, or undrafted wide receivers. It took until 2008 take Dak Prescott third year. We were three and five and they realized, man, we need a number one wide receiver. Man, not just that year, if you guys contextualize this on how the Cowboys operated and proceed, because the notion was, can he do it without this offensive line? Can he do it without Ezekiel Elliott? Can he do this without a number one wide receiver? Versus the Eagles saying, no, we're going to make sure they keep a running back. They're going to make sure they keep pieces and weapons around him. They're going to make sure that they help solidify the defense and beyond. Right, it got down to the point in 2018. The Cowboys like, no, nah, we don't need the honey badger. You guys remember that? We got Xavier Woods, who's going to be the next honey badger, and it, they disrespected the honey badger so badly that he had to tweet out and say that, hey, with two reconstructed knees, I'm better than any of y'all DBs right now. Which he was telling the truth, by the way. <laughs> Let me know how Xavier Woods worked out. But what I'm trying to say is, is that the Cowboys fell into Amari Cooper by chance, whereas the Eagles, they saw that becoming up on the front end, and they spent $100 million up front and not playing around with it, right? They wanted to maximize their particular quarterback best attributes by surrounding him with weapons versus let's see if he can do it without it before they pay him. Now, Everybody banging on the table, MVP hurts, MVP hurts. Well, when you get the MVP, baby, you're going to have to pay him the MVP money. And it's going to be north of whatever Kyler Murray got. And I think it's going to be anywhere from 55 maybe $60 million APY. That's just how it is. You know, <laughs> so if you can look into this situation for far as the Eagles or what have you, yeah, if you want him to be MVP, and if you saying that he is the piece or that, that the centerpiece that makes the Eagles go, then have at it. But keep in mind, I tell you what, you don't see that same Hurts without a Sanders, without a AJ Brown, without a, a a legitimate offensive line in the top one or top two defense in the National Football League. I just know that for sure. <laughs> East Camden says 50. Nah, his people going to want more than that. They going to have to get more than that 50. Let me hear what, let me hear what the herb got to say. Now, and, and it's so funny because I was just talking to Chicago, and I was telling them wow. the same thing. I was talking on the show in Chicago. I said, listen, what, what they've done in Philly was, first of all, make you guys more patient with Justin Fields. Yep, right. Because now that you see what can happen and what possibly can happen, you say, oh, okay, we can wait for that thing that Philly's doing. But now you got to put the same team around Justin Fields like they did like they did uh, Jalen Hurts. And there's no doubt he has a great team around him. But, 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 but what, 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 Michael's, what Michael's, I think, should be Michael. accentuated more than anything is, is not just that he has a great team around him. Look at the leadership, this leadership this dude has. Yeah, he do have. How, how, how he has this team moving forward. So so I understand Michael want to talk about, well, who's doing what? Because it's such a jump in the passing game that we're seeing and such an improvement in the passing game that we're seeing out of Jalen Hurts. 
but I think he's discounting the leadership of all that talent that Jalen Hurts has around him, or I should say not giving Jalen Hurts enough credit for being the leader of all that talent. That's a hard thing to manage, too. You're not hearing Devontae Smith them come out of here talking about, man, I ain't getting enough football, or Arthur Brown, you know what I mean, Arthur Juan Brown, A.J. Brown. You're not hearing that stuff. Yeah, this is yes, government name. Yeah, 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 I didn't, I didn't know. All right, so, yeah, you're not hearing that. Winning is a great recipe far as shielding off most of that stuff. Uh, Roy Williams, uh, the wide receiver of the safety. Appreciate you. <laughs> Cowboys act like drunk mechanics. You have to continue to address issues that should have been repaired the first time around. Example, Cooper and Ridgeway. Woo! It, it, it is crazy. It's like a conundrum, Roy Williams, the, the wide receiver or the uh, safety. Which one are you? You know, which one are you? <laughs> True story. True story. Earlier this morning, I, I posted the video of Anthony Anthony Rush, right? And somebody, and y'all, y'all got to stop doing this now. But I feel you, people gonna do it anyway. They they was tagging everyone. They was tagging everyone, and somebody tagged uh, Tyrone Crawford. And shout out to Tyrone Crawford. He responded to the video. Go to my Instagram page. Go down and read the comments there. What he said. But they tagged him and said, "Hey." Want a cup of coffee too, you know? <laughs> and uh, I, I know that we get people all the time that watch this show. And shout out to the uh, Elliott family too for watching this show as well. Ezekiel Elliott family, by the way. But neither here nor there. Roy Williams, uh, you, you're right. It's a conundrum. We are still discussing these same two issues, right? Cooper, Amari um, Cooper, and as well as with the uh, Ridgeway. Not in a sense of that you want Ridgeway and Amari Cooper back, but the hole that was created, you're still trying to figure out a way to fill it, basically. Uh, but good good super chat by you, man. Let me get another one of these, man. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. All right, let's go. T.Y. is prepared for the opportunity. Yeah, cover T. He is. All right, so let's listen to more of what they have to say about this. That's important, too, as you talk about it. And I think, yeah, you're discounting that and not giving it enough credit. Mike, what is your number? What's your top Cowboy concern where you're like, uh, this could be-, be, be. Before you go into top Cowboys concern, I think I got the audio right here of what he actually said. Let's listen to what he said. Oh, all right, so is Jalen Hurts or the team as far as the MVP or whatever? We look at the Eagles. Is it Hurts or the team? I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it, I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I um, mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. Yeah. I mean, bro, bro like it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, the Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like. I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like. I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. Like you gotta hold that they, got, they got a great team, great defense. But everyone, everyone has their own opinions. Like, but they got so Jalen Hurts is. He's, he's good. He's good. They, we look at the Eagles. Is there? Yeah. So a great. 
great, great, great conversation. Uh, and I guess, you know, when you got somebody of the kind of caliber of Michael Parsons, he said he can't hold it in, right? So he, it was him deciphering the Eagles and Hurts or what have you. And that's bulletin board material. But when you're the alpha male, show sure, the lion don't care. When, when the lion get out there, I'm going to just tell y'all something, man, real talk. When a lion do all of that, and he don't care if a jaguar is in his uh, proximity or or a hyena or any other animal that's out there in the Serengeti, you don't care about that, right? And look, they gave the lion the title king of the jungle, and according to uh, reference, there, there's no lion in the jungle, but they gave the lion that title because. It is what it is. So at this point, <laughs> he look, here's one thing that I got to tell you guys. When God made alpha males, he didn't make just one. There's other ones on other tapes, and they're going to listen to that and say, all right, let's flex on them. Let's show them what we bring to the table. And in every spot on the offensive line, to your quarterback, to your running back, to your wide receivers, you have those people with that type of mentality that, oh, you taking jabs at me. And granted, I don't want our guys to be folding up like a wallet or a lawn chair. I don't want our guys to be polite. No, I'm not holding the door for you. No, I'm not helping you up after I knock you down. So that's just how this should be. That's how it should be. This should be war. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My body be punished for hard living. Hands in the straps of prayer. So, Father, please forgive me. You know, that type of mentality. You know what I'm saying? Called a plane out to Cleveland late last evening. You know, one of those type of things. You know, I can't say the rest of that lyrics, but you guys get what I'm saying. That type of mentality. Biggie, you slip on my couch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's why, I, you know what I'm saying? Come on. We can go one hundred percent with this with these analogies but i can tell you that parsons got that mindset and hopefully somebody else on this team maybe jay rock or somebody else can help him back this up and especially on the offensive side we need ezekiel and tony pollard and dak prescott to tend, to, to stand tall with this even dalton schultz be this could be the problem. They need to clean this up in order to get to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. What's that? Every team in the NFC that we're going to have to face has a run game. With the exception uh, of Tampa, who's kind of falling off a little bit. But every other team you see is in Minnesota. You know, we feel a little bit about Minnesota, but they got a run game. And you know what we could do sometimes against that run. San Fran, they got a run game. Philly, they got a run game. We got to see our demons mm. at every playoff game mm. on the way to the Super Bowl. And our demon is that run game. Oh, it mm. is. Ooh, well said. Yeah. Put your hands together for the playmaker, man. I mean, he wrapped that one up like a, a, a bow tie. Man, they, they got a gold mine, 105.3 to fan with these player interviews, and, and um, I'm jealous a little bit, you know. <laughs> I can call the playmaker. Come on, man, come on the show, man. He, he probably would. <laughs> if I fool around and find a way to get his number, he probably won't jump on. But, man, he would jump on that show and talk to Sean and RJ and Bobby Bell 
and just drop all type of jewels. One day I'm going to get there, though. You know, one day I'm going to get there and be like, Playmaker, I need for you to jump over here for 10 to 15 minutes to talk to the nation, man. You know, it's going to be real raw and uncut now. You know, no holds barred. But, but man, 105, man, I, I don't know another station in the world that have access to some of the greats like them, you know, that, that's just remarkable. And, and especially they, they in the YouTube space now and Facebook and Instagram, shout out to them. I post the link in the chat area there. So that law can be similar to getting these players and all of this, man, y'all check out one of the sponsors here, Sutton digital marketing. Uh, for those that's out here, the best way you can support the nation is honoring the sponsors. And if you got your own business out there and you need someone to help you out with your SEO or your marketing strategies, reach out to SuttonDM.com. The number is 866-508-4169. For your mind, hit them up, and they will help you out from A to Z on your marketing needs. So check them out. Hey, if you check out the Yelp report, the Google Analytics and stuff like that, you will see that they got five stars. But the best way to help the nation is hit them boys up if you got your own business, man. And even if you are in the attorney, like in the lawyer aspect of it, the law world, you know, check out them and they can help you out tremendously because they specialize in attorney work. So uh, help them out and help me out and help everybody out by checking them out and they are one of the sponsors for the show. So I appreciate them for coming through. All right. George Saul says uh, Dallas is having issues containing mobile QBs. Yep. Um, that's been going on for a minute now, right? Mobile QBs been our uh, Achilles heel in the run game. And the reason why the playmaker said that is the last time we was in the playoff, right? Uh, the game that we lost, um, before the 49ers was the L.A. Rams. And there was a guy by the name of C.J. Anderson. I think he's still running somewhere. <laughs> I think he is still running. If every game he had to play in his career was against the Cowboys, he would be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> C.J. was just running all over us. And then when we look back at the Niners game, they didn't run that that, that much on us like that, but it was still the necessary runs to open up the pass that they got us, right? And if I had options, like what the Cowboys must improve on when we get to the playoffs, I'm already speaking it to existence. Come on, baby. Uh, we, we have to be, first and foremost, before we can stop the run, we need to stop beating ourselves. We do. The number one thing on this list would be no penalties. Stop having 14 double-digit penalties. You can't have it, right, when we get to the playoff. That's number one. And we already know even if the uh, the Vegas and and, and the, uh, the doggone aficionados is all out to get us, I would have to say make it your business players, right? To bribe the doggone officials out of the play. Nah, nah, schmooze them or something. Do something. Do something. Hey, official Renata, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, talk to them. Have a, a long conversation. Make them feel, make, make, make it that their hearts are turned, turning 
when they want to throw their flag. Come on, man. They be like, man, I really, I really can't stand the Cowboys. But Trayvon Diggs asked me about my daughter. I don't know how he knew who my daughter was, but I'm not going to throw it. I'm going to let him make it. Right? Them, them officials, man, they can be bought a little bit, not just with money, but with your influences. Right? Try to, you know, work on something, man. Come on. <laughs> get, get personal with them, right? Yeah, you know, establish the relationship. The, the elevator conversation, as they say, the three-second sell pitch that you got to sell yourself, right? Because I know that the world look at the Cowboys as public enemy number one, right? So you're going to have to figure that out. But enough of me joking with that a little bit, joke on joke. But what I can tell you, number one, discipline team, right? Number two would be, hey, uh, no turnovers. Don't give them life. Fumbling the ball, Dak, you can't throw the interception on your side of the field, right? And uh, just play sound football, run the ball, and stop the run, control the T.O.P. When you get to the playoff, they just need to have maybe hire Eric Thomas or somebody. Go in there, give them a motivational speech so that they can't be nervous if your coaching staff can't do it, for crying out loud, and give those boys the mindset that, hey, you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. Try to pull that upon their minds, man, when they get inside, man. Shout out to you, Ill Machine. Shout out to you, Kimberly Morris. Appreciate you. Uh, Law, unfortunately, that won't work because they don't forget Jerry sued the NFL in 1995, and the NFL would never forget that. But, yeah, Glenn, but, but, but there's life also of the New England Patriots who got caught red-handed. You know, with tapes and all of that other stuff. And it was warfare with Robert Kraft with the NFL, I believe, right? So there's there's possibilities, baby. You know, I I just look at it. You just got to get in front of the excuse, beat it up, and then just forget about it, right? But I know Jerry Jones is public enemy number one, but you got to figure out how to beat them too, though, you know. Deflate Gate and something else he had uh, with the NFL, and they won multiple Super Bowls. They done caught us and passed us, right? The New England Patriots. Kill them with kindness, catch more flies with honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I get it. You know, a lot of people think that this is just ants telling bees how to make honey, but uh, uh, we just got to figure this out. Even if it is rigged, I know a lot of people say hey, the NFL is rigged, law. All right, so let, let's move a little bit further and let's talk about the uh, the matchups. I appreciate everybody for tuning in uh, to these episodes and everything. Uh, I think we covered uh, most of the, the the topics here, but the matchup we got um, we got some guys that we have to pay close attention to. You know, got Chris Collinsworth, lost child right here, Trayvon. <laughs> Don't even like Chris Collinsworth. I know a guy. You know, if Chris Collinsworth, I think you got a son out here named Trevor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? But you got to watch out for him. You got to watch out for Trayvon Walker, Christian Kurt, Zay Jones. I think his father used to play for the Cowboys. Let me know if I'm right or wrong with that. But Zay Jones been a guy that been giving us nightmares, uh, even when he was playing with the Raiders and everything else. You got uh, Evan Ingram, who's all of a sudden catching uh, passes now not dropping them so we got to keep that in mind and you have Josh Allen Devin Lord Jones over here Marvin Jones and you got release the dragon guy (laughs) Andre Sisko those boys are no one to sneeze at Cowboy Nation 
and sunshine. That's what you call them, sunshine. And let's look at this thing on a uh, individually uh, matchup situation, Cowboy Nation. Um, <clears throat> when we look at Dak Prescott versus Trevor Lawrence, right? Stat lines and everything. He's already through for three thousand yards. He been slanging the ball everywhere. Twenty touchdowns to six interceptions for Trevor Law. That's not bad at all. That's nothing to sneeze at, by the way. Uh, Dak Prescott, 1,847 yards, 14 touchdowns, 15 if you add the rushing touchdowns and nine interceptions. We got to clean that up, baby. <laughs> we do. We flat out got to clean that up. We absolutely can't fool around and play around with our foods and these sorts of things. And on top of that, you have Tony Pollard versus E.T., you got 814 yards, four touchdowns for that kid, and he can run. This dude, he's slippery. He sweeps down in there and he catches the edge. It's over, right? But then we got our weapon. We got our solutions over here. We got our situations and scenario that you look at it just like this. Tony Pollard, nine tubs already for the season. I think he got double-digit tubs all together if you, they only counted the, the rushing touchdowns. But this dude is double-digit touchdown guy, right? And you got uh, this guy, C.D. Lamb, 74 receptions, 961 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, and you have Christian Kirk who can take the top off anybody's defense, right? And you got to keep that in mind, too. This is going to be a matchup situation that the Cowboys must, must figure this out. Uh, uh, Al Turner says, I appreciate you. Uh, he says the running back for the Jags love to put the ball on the ground. Yeah, that could be a case in the scenario, claw out for, for the ball. But just because they put the ball on the ground doesn't mean he's going to put the ball on the ground. You got to get him to the ground, right? And you got to knock that ball out of his hands. So uh, that's what we got to do. Uh, Greg Barry, Lawrence looked like, <laughs> I don't know if I can say that at that T word, but Leah Thomas. Yeah. Shout out to him. He do look like that, that person. Right. Right. You trying to get me counsel. You trying to have the community after me. Come on, man. Uh, I'm fighting for my life over here, man. Come on. Don't, don't get me counseled over here. You know, I can't say that. <laughs> What happened to Law, man? Law tried to make a joke, man, and he talked about the wrong community. Man, Law just got that sponsor over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> we do force fumbles, but we got to continue to force fumbles. Yeah, we do. So get him down, stop, stop him, and we got to get to him, right, to force said fumbles. All right, so it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight says, my people perish because of the lack of vision. Yes, indeed. So, well, we got to make sure we get some visions out there then. All right, so look at the team matchup. This is a very, and I say this, a very close comparison. Points per game, 27.7, right? And the Jaguars, 22.6. They've been on a roll. Uh, uh, they, they lost a lot of games in a row, right? But then they figure out ways to win games. That's always a crazy way, right? Uh, points allowed per game, 22. So if you're talking about balance, right, them dudes, points per game and points allowed, 22. 
<laughs> That's just how it goes. But total yards, it's right in the same wheelhouse as the Cowboys. 369 for the Jags, 367 for us. Yards passing. They pass the ball a little bit more. I want them to be one-dimensional. I want them to pass the ball, by the way. Uh, rushing the ball, we run more than they do. Uh, 122 for them, 144 yards allowed. There's where the split end is at, 335 and 379 for them. But when you look at passing yards allowed, so Dak Prescott should be able to move the ball around, but he just got to be careful with Cisco. Just don't let him release the dragon. And then we have rushing yards allowed. They only allow 115. So we're going to have to figure out ways to stop that. And if we contextualize like the games that actually played on how they lost games, and look at this right quick. Let's look at this matchup right quick. This is their schedule. Um, when we look at this, I don't know if you guys can see. Let me see if I can zoom in just a little bit better. It's a little bit better, right? Y'all can see a little bit better. Just a little bit. Um, the first game of the season, it was 28-22. to 22. They lost to the Washington team, but they was up against the ropes. And then they played the next game. Just beat them down, huh, the Colts? 24 to nothing. And then they beat old, old boy. Did a lot of people been talking about he's an elite quarterback. Justin Herb, right? 38 to 10. And then they went on a losing spree. They lost to the Philly. They lost to Houston. But keep in mind, they only uh Houston only scored 13 points on them. And then uh the the Colts, they said, all right, y'all see us again. They lost to the Colts. Colts end up putting 34 on them, and then they lost to the uh, Giants 23-17. to That was a dogfight type of game. And even if you go back to this uh, Philadelphia game, it's not like the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a walk in the park. It took – and it, it was, I think, uh, some fumbles that happened in that game that gave the Philadelphia life or what have you. Uh, some of the Eagles fans that's watching, I know you guys, you know, you guys would put that down that y'all beat the bejesus out of the Jags. But y'all were sweating. You guys were sweating. <laughs> Jags almost had your number, right? But uh, the Jags lost to the Denver Broncos, and then they end up beating the Vegas Raiders, you know, 27-20. Uh, to 20. And Kansas City Chiefs, it was an up-and-down type of game, 27-17. to 17. And then they beat the, uh, the the Baltimore Ravens in the winding minutes. They got blown out by the Detroit. And then all of a sudden, they shellacked the Tennessee Titans. The, the last points came at the winding minutes of that game. And now they play the Dallas Cowboys at 12 o'clock on Fox, right? So it will be a situation whereas if – they gave the Houston Texans a little fit, right? And the Houston flew around and pulled out that dub, right? And if they gave the Washington team a little fit, and the Washington team pulled out that dub, and the, the Eagles, they gave the Eagles a little fit. I know the Eagles fans will not admit it, but the Eagles end up pulling it out, you know, pulling out a dub. What I'm saying is that the NFL is not a cakewalk. It's not something where you can just sit back and say, ah, this is a walk in the park. No, it's not that. It's going to be a struggle fest. But you got to figure out a way. Now, how the Cowboys can jump out ahead of them if you score early and often and don't turn the ball over and give the young team 
life and liberty, right? Don't muffle the kick. Don't throw the interception on your side of the field and those things. If you do those things, then everything will work its way out, Cowboy Nation. How y'all feeling? Y'all want to continue to go? Let me know. Y'all want me to continue to go? Let me hear it in the chat. If y'all want me to continue to go, we can open up the phone lines for a few minutes here. But I appreciate everybody for tuning in and jumping in to this and for this episode. Uh, Don't go for it, law. You know you can talk about the community. (laughs) Yo, oh, you know you can't talk about the community at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) All right, man. I ain't going to talk about the community. But call my phone. Come on. 657-390-7391. Let's go. Come on. Y'all said keep it going, huh? Hey. Come on. There is one other participant in the conference. All participants are muted. Please announce yourself. Come on. As the room fill up, Cowboy Nation, I really appreciate y'all so, so much. All right, so here's my thoughts. The Cowboys, it's hump day, right? It's the middle of the week. We were here, who practiced, who didn't practice, who had a good turnaround in practice, and I can't wait. And I, I, I'm rejoiced because we are 10 and 3, right? I'm, I'm happy about it. We're not 3 and 10, and it's, I know it's any given Sunday, but if we bring forth our best game, I'm going to go back to say this saying once again. The only team that can beat the Dallas Cowboys are the Dallas Cowboys. Come on. Let me know if I'm wrong, y'all. Come on. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let me, I appreciate you, Sheila. I was waiting on you to do that. That was what I was waiting on right there. We're going to pan that to the top. 657-390-7391. Oh, oh, Sheila. The first caller of the hour. Lady Jessica, you're live. What's up, Law Nation and everybody? All is well. Can't complain. Talk to me. What you got on your heart? My heart says that I'm tired of the doubt. I'm tired of all of the sarcasm. I'm sick and tired of y'all acting like this team is 3-10 and and then just win. You want this team to blow out teams every Sunday. Right. Listen up. That's not going to happen. We all want them to do that. We all say high scoring position. We all say that every Sunday. But yet, because they didn't beat the Texans at a high time, they had a folly game, but they still came back and pulled off the win. And right. now we didn't do it. Y'all sitting up here worrying more about Philly, them being 12 and 1, than I'll see them being 10 and 3. Y'all act like that's a big difference because they at top right now. Don't nobody care. We are not on Philly this week. We're on the Jazz. And that is what we need to be focused on. And that is what we need to be encouraging our team to go out there and put this team. Not worrying about Philly. Not talking smack back to them. I don't care about them right now because this is not December the 24th. 
This is not the week of December the 24th while we get ready to play them. We can talk all that smack to them when their time comes. Right now, we need to worry about them playing the jazz. We need to worry about encouraging them to come on and do what they we know they can do. Not with all of the tearing them down. It's a difference in helpful criticism and trashing your team. This fan base is turning into these other fan bases, and it's really getting on my nerves. No doubt. Because if you're going to wear a team gear, don't bash them. No you doubt, Lady get, Jessica. They, they said, come on with it. Come on with it. Yeah, they said, you come on with get it. Get out of all terrible gear, and you need to stop sitting on social media trashing them because that's not helping the problem. You're part of the problem. You need to be encouraging your team to do better. That's helpful criticism. Like I be saying, CD, you need to be doing better. You need to stop flagging. I say that to them. I be between that type of stuff to them to encourage them to do better because I know you can do better. You can't let nobody sit there and bully you and take your ball from you. You got to fight with everything in you like you did when you blew out the team 52, 53. So whatever we beat them at. Yeah, I'm not yes, so indeed. Pre- appreciate you, Lady Jessica, for your words of encouraging of these fans. And hopefully we can play that clip to Michael Parsons, too, so he can start talking about the Jags instead oh, of the Eagles. Yes, I'm, indeed. I'm following him. He followed me back. <laughs> yeah. so I can give him that. Get, get him that, you know. I do just like I try to talk to y'all and try to encourage y'all as fans. Uh-huh. And I don't care if you don't like what I'm saying. Y'all better get y'all stuff together, and y'all better get back to supporting this team because they did come back and win. They are 10-3, and three, not 3-10. Three no and ten. No and doubt. y'all need to do better. Let me hear you say it before I let you roll. How about them Cowboys, and let's go with BJ like I know they're going to do. Yes, indeed. Oh, yes, indeed. Now, when she said that, it's not at me, y'all. She said collectively. I wish she used the word collectively. Because for, for the people that's calling in, y'all think they're talking about me. No, she's talking about y'all that's in the chat. Lady Jessica is not talking about me, y'all. <laughs> yes, indeed. Let's go. Let's go. All right. I got the coach that's next is Coach Marv, man. You're live, Coach Marv. Talk to us. What's going on, though? Give me one second. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt. I, I got to you real quick. Yes, indeed. Got to leave that executive suite. Yeah, I already know. Go ahead, man. Check this out, man. Uh-huh. Uh, I heard y'all yesterday on the final word. Right. And first I want to um, start out by telling uh, Lady, Jessica, Lady Jessica, she was uh, she stole my thunder. She did. Um, I was really deterred when I heard about the with Michael Parsons in the interview. And, mm. and um, my question is, what, these are what I'm talking about when you're talking about a young team. Yeah. Ooh, right. Yeah. These are the things that they got to learn how to how to maneuver their way to get to the point of the top of the mountain where they can be able to. Um, Express opinions, right? But you never made it there yet, right? Right. So these are the little things when I'm talking about that inside the locker room, not in put, not in the public, that you got to tighten the screws down on. That we don't have that veteran leadership to say, "Hey, man, mm-hmm. 
this ain't time to talk about that. Right, right. You know, <laughs> don't even feed into those questions. Don't even feed into that. Right. But 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 it's you know you know Von Miller Von, Von Miller's thinking like this is post career now I need to squeeze everything I can and we are gonna put it on 4K you, you know and 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 by by that being it, it's 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 a con and pro to it right coach like you know but but the the con part is if you don't deliver ooh but when you do deliver then it's gonna work out but. But this is the thing, man, and I and I, and I say that before I get to my main point, mm-hmm. Michael. Michael, you gotta you gotta realize they already got the stories that lined up. Oh, they got they typing now. Mm, mm, yeah. So go another game, and I'm not saying this is Michael's fault, but go another game and don't have sacks and don't have no impact. Then this good story is gonna come out about what you're doing, right? So don't get so enamored with the media. What kills the media more than anything else is W's and winning. Success, yeah. Then they can't say anything. But yep. if you don't win, regardless how popular you are, the same people that build you up will be the same people that tell you that. Mm, too much wisdom, so, coach. Too much. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you got to win what's in key to you know, keeping the media at bay. But um, I heard y'all talking about that quick. Y'all heard y'all talking about the offensive line play. Oh, yeah, get break that right. down. And I, and, I, and I heard y'all had all those options there. You know, you go back and look at Ball's game. Wasn't as bad as I thought it was. His blocking was impeccable on running plays. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get no better. No, no more physical and no right. better on, on some of his blocking plays. Um, and I see what the Cowboys were doing. They were running a lot of play-action passes with him. But when they got to a point where the – they had to go straight drop back in those last two series. Um, the you know the outside rush got to him because he, he got some technique problems. And, and when you do a play action pass, um, he used it to us better because that's a more of aggressive right type of pass blocking where you um, if you have a all weak offensive line pass um, pass pro, that's the best way for them to block for them to be able to be stable. Um, and and our in our game plan. And as I said in the super chat yesterday, and I said, "Boss, was this? If we don't play a physical style of play, right, with a aggressive play action type passes, I don't care what all all four of those would have some problems. You can get by with ball to mm-hmm. a Super Bowl with a aggressive play action pass play, and if he can still run block, you don't have to have five top offensive linemen. You can't cover." His weaknesses, if he's not totally weak in all areas. But if you want to go, but for what we want to do, we're trying to put it in a situation of straight drop back. We don't. We try to put the tight ends in the in the pattern. We're not trying to get no help. We're not trying to do a. a we're not really one focusing on the play action passes. Yeah, you go five wise. You're not focusing on play play action passes. Yes, he's going to have to be a whole lot better than what you think he's going to have to be. But you can get away with that. It has been done before. Yeah, but, but Coach, b- Coach, what we're trying to do here is uh, basically th- – this is how we're looking at it, though. Um, I get it. I get all of that. Like, ball and his, on the run, he's pretty good. But the problem is, Coach, is that we've seen Avante Collins, and he's better at – 
run and pass pro. You know what I'm saying? So how can we but suffice? Gonna have, but you still going to have the problem, and as I said about the line last year, you're still going to have the problem if he's used incorrectly. Yeah, but 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 my but my thing is I'm trying to get ball up out of there though, Coach. I'm trying. I, I get what you're saying. Like like this could be a blessing in disguise, so that we can run more. Well, go ahead, go ahead, go with your five. Tell you where I go with. I would go. I would go with Peters at the end, but Peters would not be a full time guy at right side. I'm because of fatigue. The game. I am going to give him. I'm going to give him breaks, and it 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 may have to be to a point where we have already. That we have done a committee over there because of the fact he's 40 years old. Yeah, and I don't yeah. care about what he's done last year. The 40 year old body trying to lose in the weight, going in and out, hadn't played a full game this year. I'm not going to put the stress on that on that engine to try to go a cross country trip. No doubt. I'm going. I'm going to give him a chance. Now, I still got to use the play I can pass. I do, even though it, at his at his age, if I don't have a physical style play where he's he's beating on people, where he's not and he's making the person not be able to set up and directly pass us because of the play action, the hard play action, right? He's gonna fail mm. because when when he came in the game, when he came in the game uh, this past week, he got beat on the first play. That just got the ball off. Oh, you talking about you talk you talking about the, the Jason Peters? Yeah, but yeah. He, even so, though he was slow, but his punch, his, his punch, his punch was still there, and he did kind of redirect him. But yeah, Dak still had to get that ball out, and I know what I know exactly same what play. Yeah, same type so of thing. If you give him, if you give him speed rushes, and you don't let him allow him to the hard play action. Same thing with Tyron coming back. This is going to help them. This is not, this is not, and Law, I think you've been trying to tell our fans this for the longest. Just because you run a play action, that don't mean you're digging and dunking. You run the same pattern. No doubt. You're just doing it, you just doing it, and you ain't got to really bring them up, but the hard play action holds people. It gives you blocking sometimes in an aggressive style blocking with a quick setting. That gives them an advantage with, with the older guys, and well, if you're not as, as quick, when you quick setting the guy, the guys don't know if it's a, it's a run. That quick sound that stops the defensive ends and, and the defense tackle feet, and it gives you that extra level of protection there to get the ball off, and it helps these guys stay stay on balance with their block. But if you go five wide and you drop back 40 times, you dropping that ball in the shotgun, and you're asking them to take these speed rushes, these older tackles are maybe some that have leg problems, as well as even Devontae Collins. I wouldn't want to be see him at a 40 or 35 drop back pace. I wouldn't want to see Ball, Collins, or uh, what name at that point because you're, you're going to get beat sometime, and when you do get beat, it may be very tragic. But you're going to have to pick and choose when you give that and keep things off balance with, that, with the hard play action run the ball, and the passing game will be fine, and you'll be able to survive it. No so doubt, Coach. five great offensive linemen. I pre- Three great offensive linemen, you can cover up the other two. No doubt. I appreciate you so much, Coach, for calling in with that and the yeah. assessment, and I think that the community, we will all love this uh, information that you provided us today. Thank you so much, Coach. All right. Love. Keep going, brother.
No doubt, man. Uh, that's Coach Marv, y'all. Uh, great point. Great an analysis there uh, on that. And he brought that to the to the table with, with with some great experiences from his mindset on that too. And and it was objectively. Think about this. What what we were saying about you know on that play on the final drive. Just go back and look at what Jason Peters did on that very first play. Similar. Dak was like, oh, shoot, let me get this thing out. And I'm glad he didn't held on to that ball for a fraction of a second longer. All right, I got Queen from the 910. You in. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, you, 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 you're live. Mm, okay, so... Uh, I heard you guys on the final word last night, and uh, everything you guys were talking about like got me fired up. That, I think that was one of the best final words I've heard, and um, I sure shared it everywhere. I appreciate it. Uh, Kevin Moore is exactly who you guys say he is. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm -hmm. uh, and... My last point is Mr. Brandon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, my last point is Mr. Brandon. You you, you, you want you want to you you want to talk to Mr. Brandon? I can put him on right now. You know. <laughs> yeah, put him on. Put All right, on. right, here you go, Mr. Brandon. We're live with Mr. Brandon and Queen, both of y'all. <laughs> Let, let her try to get out when she trying to get out. Okay, go ahead. Brandon. Brandon. Go ahead. Dear, it's not that um, the fans don't want you, the Dak fans don't want you to uh, point out Dak's uh, errors, his mistakes, his decisions. There's nothing wrong with that. But you attack the situation as if, um, you were like obsessed or, you know, possessed with the spirit of, of negativity towards him. And you say a lot of stuff, but you don't take into account all the situations surrounding um, what's going on with, with the games and that and stuff like that. So... I mean, I think that you should uh, check all that stuff out before you call in and start making these accusations well, in reference to that. that. Get your numbers and your facts straight. I feel like you should get your numbers and your facts straight. Right. Because a lot of stuff is situational um, before um, you call in and just right. automatically, you know, go at that. Right. So that's what I um, because you know every time you come in, you're obviously not listening to what law tells you, right. and you probably don't. It seems like you hardly know anything about football because if you knew more about football, you wouldn't be blaming Dak for all these things you blame him for. Wow. Okay. And that's that's <laughs> all I got. Uh, yeah, it wasn't much. Thank you, though. Um, Shut up. See, that's your damn problem. <laughs> um, 
Is it, is it my, I hope she, I hope she uh, no, 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 it's, it's your, your turn. turn, it's your turn now, Brandon, it's your turn now, it's your yeah. turn. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> I'm going to start out by saying, and I, I hope, um, what's her name, Queen or whatever, I, I hope, hope you hear everything I'm saying. So, um, Michael was saying, you know, basically that Jalen Hurts just got a good team around him. Now I say be careful, be careful, Michael, because a person who thinks you're the best player on the team, I think our quarterback, something I've been saying for a while, we got an array of talent around him. He don't have to do much. That tries to do too much. And I'm glad Law brought up some. Law said, honestly, in the in the in the quarter nine game. We really didn't. We it wasn't as bad as people trying to make it out. Let me go deeper. Um, what's his name? Um, Samuel Debo Samuel. He had like a little big run. Um, that was a touchdown. But if you if you other than that, we really held them down. Which brings me to Kirk Cousins win. Um, he he had another fifty percent throwing game. He. He, he was scoreless, scoreless that half. We couldn't get nothing but 16 points. I've said what I've always said about that. Against bad teams, he looked good. Against the NFC East, he looked great. But against teams, the any team that matter in the in any win or you go home scenario, Dak is, is terrible. Terrible with the capital T. Um. He's one and three in the playoffs. He's on. He lost the game that could have got us in the playoffs against Philly. Those are in, indisputable facts. I just said those are facts. Um, Lady Jessica also was saying like, "Oh, we shouldn't criticize, but she'll go get the criticism." He, I don't know if she knows or not. He lost it. Uh, he lost it, or I, I did mean, the team it's, lose it? It's my turn. I I know probably. Excuse me for talking while you interrupt me. Um. So again, Dak um, unfortunately has turned over, turned into a turnover machine. This and, and since he's been back, he's thrown more interception than than Jalen Hurts has all year. My only point is, if we stick to the formula, we'll win games. That Prescott believes into the Dak Prescott fan base that he's something more. He's more than what he actually is. Bro, stick to the run game. Hit open receivers when you can. I said that from the beginning. I said nothing more, nothing less. So I don't know what she's talking about. It made no sense. All right, Queen. Now, what's your rebuttal to this? And then we'll let him get one my more rebuttal. rebuttal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my rebuttal to that is, is that the call player? I mean, is he the play caller? Is that the play caller? No, he's not. Um, what's his name? Kellen Moore is the, is the play play caller. And Kellen Moore gets pass happy uh, in certain games. Like if he, um, uh, like the Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, he got pass mm-hmm. happy. When the formula mm-hmm. is to run the ball and then you earn a play action pass. That's the formula. But uh, Kellen wants to go way outside of that. Didn't you see the difference in the play calling between um, what's the Minnesota Vikings and Green Bay? 
Yeah, I get what you're saying. Minnesota Vikings and um, what's the last thing? The Texans. Right, Texans. He he looks at those as opportunities to try to go out there and show all his play calling and that throwing the ball all over the place when he hasn't set the set anything up for the play action pass. He has he has set anything up. Yeah. yeah. So, do I get a rebuttal? Uh, well, well, well. All right. This is what I'm gonna do, man. Because I I know that, man. This is gonna go all I, day. I, I but, 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 but. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. Queen, I appreciate you so much for calling in. Okay, Thank love. You. I appreciate you. Okay. Let me hear you say it before Thank I let you roll. Let him hang, Cowboy Nation. Yes, indeed. All right. <clears throat> this is what I'm gonna do. Because I got I got one more person, man, that 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 really want to talk to you and lay things off of their chest, please, please, and I want to get this one out the way. And please, this is Trey. No, 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 this is Trey. I'm gonna let her talk. You know what I'm saying? But you gonna give your rebuttal. Uh, matter of fact, go ahead, go ahead and give your rebuttal, and then I'm gonna let Trey get in on this. Okay? <laughs> go ahead, give your rebuttal to Quay. Long, this what happens when you when you don't know football and you listen to these networks. Because all she did was like, oh, Kellen Moore just want to show off for a head coaching job. That's basically what she said, right, Law? She said she said what Teddy Bruschi said. You know what I'm saying? Teddy B said that. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the sound like the same thing. So, Law, this what I, I again. I'm gonna say something that I tell you all that I ask of you all the time. Is Dak Prescott calling the plays when they score touchdowns? Is Kellen Moore only calling the plays when they when you don't when we don't like it? Is it, it which one is? It's, it's two things can be true. We see the oh, Dak Prescott. Oh. Now, now, you know what I'm saying when I say that. Two things can be true. We literally say, like, like, all right, if you can look on your screen now on the on the TV screen. This is Dak fault too. This is from my guy. This is from my guy, uh, Mr. Rome. He point he pointed this out. We went over this a little bit on the final word. Whereas these pivot routes right here. Now this is me drawing up plays with Crayolas, right? <laughs> <laughs> now we right. see that the the kind and caliber of defense that the Texans presented out to us, right? They play shells, they play cover uh, uh, quarters defense, and normally you're supposed to create running plays off of this. And this is nothing new to us. This is what the Niners did to us on defense. This is what the Denver Broncos did last year on defense, and uh, and this is also what. The uh, Buccaneers did to us on defense. They dropped four, they dropped seven, I meant to say six or seven DBs, and they said, okay, force to throw it into it when you're supposed to naturally run into that. So my thing is, is our scheme and philosophy up to par? No, it's not. Is Dak Prescott the type of guy that can throw into coverage on a consistent basis without having the INTs? As we can clearly say, 14 touchdowns to nine interceptions, the answer to that is no. Because you got your wide receivers also playing volleyball with the football. That's just how it goes, man. It's unfortunately that with Cooper Rush, the offense was ranked 26-27. Now with Dak, all of a sudden is number one. Only way we can get it. What was his record? Cooper Rush? Four and one. What was his record? 
four and one, oh. and now the Cowboys now with Dak Prescott came back from the injury is six and one, right? Since he returned, right? So, so we're looking right. at it like we can see that there's both ways we can win, but the efficiency level on offense is better when Dak Prescott is under there. It could be that, and now this is just my thoughts. Now, just my thoughts. It could be that Dak Prescott is putting is putting makeup on this ugly lady. You know what I'm saying? And everybody oh, looking at it like, oh, oh, it's cute. Because we knew that, where we were so at. He, we knew where we were at from an offensive standpoint when Dak Prescott wasn't out there. So he covering up flaws is what you're saying. Yes, he covering up. I think that the only way we can literally see who That's Dak Prescott true. really is and when they get rid of, of, of Amar, not, not Amari Cooper, but of Kelly Moore. That's just the bottom line. We will never know. It's still the unknown. That, that, but I know who Kellen Moore is without Dak Prescott. From an offensive four play call. Huh? Four and one? Four and one, but his I'm talking about Kellen Moore, not the team. The, the defense was still top 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 five without without uh Dak Prescott. You see um, what I'm saying? So, so one can make one one can make the argument that Dak that Dak is just steering the boat like Cooper Rush was doing. But I, I want I, I mean I did show so, but you I think you were saying Trey wanted to come in. Yeah, oh yeah, let, let, let Trey, let, let Trey, let my girl Trey in. Trey, you in the house, lady, you live <laughs> for the nine hundred one. I'm definitely, I'm definitely in the house, honey. I'm definitely in the house. And Brandon, you do bring up a lot of good points about certain stuff that you say. The only yeah, reason why you get on my nerves is that yeah. <laughs> now I did not hear from you when we played the Indianapolis Colts. I didn't hear from you. When we blowed out the Vikings, you only I come on here. Oh, 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 Brandon, bag up, bag up, boo, bag up. You only come <laughs> on here when we look like we're struggling. And my thing of it is, I don't care what no one say about that game on the Texans. The old Cowboy team, you are absolutely right. Everybody want to keep bringing up last year about what the 49ers did, about all the C folks did. They ain't going to do it this year, is all I'm saying to you. Because the old Cowboy team would have lost their game uh, Sunday night. They would have lost their game. You feel me? And my quarterback, yeah, you can sit him on the sideline and see through the whole game. He was frustrated as hell. But one thing about it, he said, I bet you one thing, y'all can talk about me all y'all want to. Watch me go down this damn field and and, start, and, uh, and let my boy score a touchdown for us. And that's what happened. But y'all won't give that praise when he do things of that nature. Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions. I ain't heard nobody talk about that. Vikings, they lost. But they got the nerves and the power rankings to keep these folks at least number three. But they lost against a team they should have won against, which is the Lions. Because why? The Lions coming back around. All these teams and the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles beat their tail. Guess what? They wasn't nothing at the beginning of the season. They was a poor, sorry team. Now, all of a sudden, they coming around. You already know everybody playing the Cowboys. They got the gear up. They finna go find everybody they came to, to fight them Cowboys. So we finna try to beat these folks because we tired of people talking about them. 
Brandy. All right, Trey. Now, now let Brandy get in on this, and then, 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 then we gonna wrap these two conversations up. Brandy, your your turn for a rebuttal, <laughs> man. Come on, man. <laughs> look, look. You got, you got all the ladies. You fighting all the ladies, man. Look, look, and I'm going to be so respectful to Miss Trey because I'm from Memphis. I graduated from Riley East, and I love that. I'll be out there in March. Um, Miss okay. Trey, um, I, I'm not going to give that credit for being being his twin brother. You, When you beat up on your brother, you're going to get a win sometimes. Against the coast. I was I called in. You can Law, law can, can vouch for this. Sometimes I call in late, so... Of course, you know, if he's trying to get in, get out, and you know, the call line in. But all I'm I mentioned San Francisco only because it's the it's what matters. Y'all want to celebrate the Houston, him going 98 yards against the uh, Houston Texans. I would have loved to him to celebrate him being the 49ers, but he didn't. I would love for to be celebrating with to beat the Eagles to get make it to the playoffs. I would have loved to celebrate that win, but he missed Tavon and Austin and we lost the game. I I, I would have loved for us to to, to for me to celebrate the game against the um uh, against the Rams. But he got outplayed by um Jerry Goff. All I'm Did we do this year though? Did they beat us this year though? We talking about this year. We talking about twenty twenty two. We not talking about last year. But see uh, uh-huh. again, what, you what, talking what, about regular you talking about regular season. I'm talking and, about the playoffs, ma'am. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm talking about playoffs. Okay, okay but Brandon, check it out, though. Check it out. This time last year, though, we weren't doing it like this. We Everybody was kicking our tail this time last year. It ain't going to happen this year, boo. It ain't going to happen this year. I love this, man. I love this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. Look, we 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 won 12 games last year, so uh, – uh, and we ten and three right now, I, 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 and we and we'll be eleven so, and three Sunday. Sunday we'll be so eleven and three. Point, so my point is, we go we gonna win games. I said that, but we don't win in the playoffs. Y'all can have Houston, Texas. You can we have the will. You can we have the will. I don't care about we none will. of that. I want to win will. in the playoffs. We will. We will, Brandon. We <laughs> yes, will, indeed. and when we do. And when we do, I hope you come on in here so I can drop on you again. Because we will go through the playoffs this year. We going. We going, man. <laughs> man, this is, this is fire. I, I appreciate both of y'all. I appreciate both. Fan. I appreciate both of y'all uh, for calling in. Brandon, man, you, you stood tall. Trey, you stood tall with your, your sentiments. And I believe all of us, we want the one thing, and that is us getting to the playoff and winning multiple playoffs and holding up that Lombardi trophy at the end of this and year. To get, and we will. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go. I appreciate you, Trey. Uh, Brandon, I appreciate you, man. Let me hear you say it, man, before I let you roll, man. How about them Cowboys, Dak? I'm always watching. Dak, he always watching, Trey. Let me hear you say it before I let you go. How about them Cowboys? And Brandon, you a Dak hater. Go, Cowboys. Let's go. Look, man, we just having a family conversation. You know what I mean? Where everybody watching. You know what? I got a I got a, a new idea for a show. Whereas it's just gonna be me and Brandon and Hakeem, and I'm just gonna mediate all of this. I'm gonna let everybody just call in. But 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 if if I do that, that's gonna be a three four hour show where we just get stuff out of our chest. You know, and, and I bet you right now the Washington team. The Giants team. Hold on, let me the put this. The conference has been locked. And the Eagles, they sitting back eating popcorn like, this is some good stuff. 
I bet you right now who who the one uh, Eastside Harold one and eleven and one. They watching saying they wish they could win ten games in the season, right? <laughs> and they watch like, man, that's so. So that's what winning ten games is like with the Cowboys, you know. <laughs> We're ten and three, y'all. And there's a lot of teams that didn't win ten games in a long time, but. I, I I get where Brandon is coming from. I get where uh, Lady Jessica is coming from. Queen is coming from. And Trey is coming from. I, I, I want this team. Ultimately, we want this team to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> but to pinpoint it only on Dak Prescott is, is, is a long, long situation. Because we know that this team can be better. Right? With the right coaching and the right tutelage. You know what I'm saying? But... We can't be winning games in the playoff running these type of routes on one end, and we can't be winning games in the playoff by Dak Prescott fumbling or intercepting the ball or throwing interceptions too. So two things can be true, right? Bubba says, uh, screw everyone of these Philly haters. Let's get ready to rumble, baby. That's Look, Booba, uh, Bubba, that's what Bubba Baker, not Buddha. I'm about to call you Buddha Baker, but Bubba. That's going to be the name of the show. It's going to be Let's Get Ready to Rumble Fan Show. That's what it's going to be, man. That's what that's what we're going to name. Ain't that right, Cam? Oh, Cam for the 205, man. Let's, let's go. How you doing, Law? How you doing, man? Man, what's good, man? Talk to me, man. Man, nothing much. Um... <laughs> I was sitting back eating my popcorn, man. That shit was so entertaining. It was good, man. Going on your show, man. <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but, 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 you know, I, um, I've been listening to Brandon for, I mean, for a minute now. I remember he used to come in the conferences before the call. Right. And I, and, and I understand uh, some of them calls Lady J used to be on. Some of them she did. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I will say is like 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 um like I think her name Queenie uh, 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 Trey Trey, Trey Qu- said, Queen was the first call of Trey the sec- the last one yeah okay yeah okay yeah the last call of Trey you know he do make some good points and I understand um you know I, I heard him talking about the interceptions that he had in the um in the game uh, against the Texans that's the only that's that's my only concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If because I mean it, it's a connection between the quarterback and a wide receiver. When it's an interception, I blame it on both. Depend on how severe it is. If it's just you know a, a careless pass, then it's the quarterback. If it's not a careless pass, then the um in the in the, in the um wide receiver ain't do his job as a wide receiver. Sometimes it can be a collective of both. But you got to really know. What you're looking at before you really just pinpoint one person. Right. Zach is not the cause of all our problems. Sometimes the defense can play a lackluster game or something like that. You know, so now tell people, you just Cowboys as a whole. Now, I will say one thing he said is sometimes people say it ain't that fault, but then just blame the wide receivers. You just can't blame our receivers. Because yeah. that do be forcing passes and be throwing careless balls, but but but, but here, here's the we, thing though. Here's the thing. Like, for example, 
we we see that thing like like far as when when CD Lamb ran a dig when he's supposed to run a post or he ran a post when he's supposed to run a dig. When we go back and look at the tape, I get it. We all get frustrated with the ints, right? But we are right. taught that yeah. Now those plays right there, option routes, that's a toss up. The quarterback, you yeah, can literally say, hey, I mean, yeah, you can say that, right? Or we can say right. that when the ball hits your hands, man. You know, right. also, <laughs> after the ball hits your hands, it's Rob Seaver fault. It depends on who you want to, you know, it depends on how the play goes. Right. Sometimes it can be the quarterback, something, and that's why I don't just don't blame that. I right. Hey, CD, you feel me? Yeah. You got to catch that. Yeah, but 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 here's here here's the only thing is here's the only thing though, Cam Cam here's the only thing though before I let you go, here's the only thing, when Dak Prescott throws an interception is heard all around the world, but when Mahomes or Josh Allen or any of those other boys throw an interception, it, it gets swept up under the rug, and that is what you want to know why why is that? You gon' you you got to bring them down. Like I said, I don't doubt my quarterback. Period. Right. Because we, we, everybody keep talking about Cooper Rush. When we had Cooper Rush in, we wasn't as efficient. And, and Cooper Rush, he showed against the Eagles. Right. I can only take this train so far. There you go. I can only take this train so far. Dak has brought us. We. It, it, I'm just not worried about the high scoring, but we have been getting in the end zone. We got in the end zone more. With Dak Prescott than Cooper Rush, right? So that's not so. So I understand, you know. Like I said, some sometimes it be that fault, but not all the time. Not all the time, because man. He understand, he, he, he understand football, so you have to give him a break. But you know that don't come with it anyway. No Why? doubt, because man. They, he he he's feared. And he played for the Dallas Cowboys. He played for That's the Cowboys. Man. He's a good quarterback, man. You can't. You, yeah. You, 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 we, I, I'm not looking for an elite quarterback. I'm just looking for an elite team. Dude, and, 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 and hey, hey, we're going to leave on that one, man. I appreciate you, Cam. That, that, was a good, that was a good That was a good. thought right there. Appreciate you, man. Let me hear you say it before I let you roll, man. How about them Cowboys, baby? Yes, indeed, man. Hey, that's the, that's the bar. That I love. And if we can collectively have this in our minds, we are not looking for an elite quarterback. We're looking for an elite team, right? So if we have that in our mindset, Cowboy Nation, this is just family talk now, baby. Now, if you called in and you hung up and you try to call back in, you won't be able to get back in because I locked the lines up. But, all right, y'all, let, let's get straight to these points, man. Let's get this thing going. I got my guy, MJ, man, from the 206, and then I have Montana, and then I have Dak not done yet. Those will be the three next three in order. All right, so my guy from the 206, Marv, man, MJ, you live. What's up, Law Nation? What's good? Loving the show. Talk to me, That's man. That's funny with Brandon. Brandon and the two girls. They both got some good points. Right. Everybody on here, you got to, because I'm a long uh, fan of the Cowboys, long tell you, we always tell y'all on here to run the ball and let Dak play like he played in 2016, the Cowboys will go a long way. Oh, my God. Dak yeah. Prescott don't use his legs. And try to be pretty boy, acting like he's Tom Brady, then we might end up losing. I'm just keeping it real. While Philly winning, 
because that quarterback uses legs, and he throw when they tell him to throw. So if, uh, that got to play like that. Don't try to be Mahomes. Don't try to be Tom Brady. And then the Cowboys will go a long way. So, Brandon, I understand with Brandon, he got a fear. There are a few of my friends around the country that love the Cowboys, but they be pissed at Dak Prescott, too. First thing they'll call me, they say, Dak, man. But you got to remember, we are the Dallas Cowboys. If Love Nation play quarterback, they're going to scrutinize him. <laughs> they're going to crucify me. Yeah, they're going to hang me upside down on the cross, baby. Thank you. <laughs> they're like, that dude can't throw. <laughs> thank you. And, and look, and, and look, and our quarterback, he's number 11, uh-huh. Danny. Danny got us to the championship game. Danny White, yeah. Four times, right? yeah, yeah. And we could never get over the hump. Yeah, so yeah. They didn't, really, they didn't really crucify Danny White. We just couldn't get over the hump in that last game. Yeah. But they know Dak got a lot of talent. You do not want to waste that talent this year or you got to start all over and you might not have Dan Quinn next year. So you better get that title. Not nah. you got to put Philly. You got to go there, play solid football against the Jack, Jacksonville. Run that ball, run that ball, run that ball, run that ball. MJ, MJ, it, it boils down, it's boiled up to this basically. Uh, that. There's only three teams in the NFC, and it's so wide open. And you can't mention those three teams without putting Dallas in there. And that is why I believe, like, some of the people are frantically looking at this thing. And the three teams are our nemesis. There's not a Cowboy fan on this planet that say, hey, man, I kind of like the Eagles or I kind of like the Niners. And I'm not overlooking any of those other teams. But collectively, we know that these three teams – one of these three teams going to be in the Super Bowl. One of them. Yeah. If we one play up to the one. part. One of these three. But, but, look, but, look, this is the crucifixion. And I understand, y'all, dog, y'all better listen to me. When Detroit almost beat Philly when they should have, because something happened, Philly never beat them 38 to 35. Right. I'm going to tell y'all something. If that team keep winning, that team got momentum. Are oh, you talking so about Troy? Detroit. Dead. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm gonna tell y'all, my mind is thinking this. Our worst nemesis is Tom Brady. Now we can't beat Tom Brady this time when we play him. Brandon gonna tear you up, ladies. (laughs) Y'all better be ready. Dak Prescott (laughs) better not lose to Tampa Bay, or you two women are gonna get destroyed by Brandon. (laughs) Brandon gonna be right. He gonna be like Stephen A. Smith. And y'all cannot call in and try to blame. This This is it. Yeah. Dak Prescott got a lot of pressure. So Dak Prescott and Kelly Moore better go sleep together, study together, and say, man, we better keep this game simple. I'm going to run, run, pause, run, pause. and throw yeah. what I want to. <laughs> I appreciate you, MJ, man. Let me hear you say it, though, yeah. man. <laughs> and all I want to say is how about them cowboys and hit them likes. And I love that debate show. Put me on that. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring me. <laughs> I love it. You and, and, do and, it I, and I say, Lord I have mercy. I have. I didn't say, Lord yeah. have mercy, whoever got a matchup with Lady Jessica, though. <laughs> 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 
Yes, indeed. Appreciate you, man. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna have a party line, man. So Lord have mercy. When Lady Jessica in, you just let me tell you, you just let her talk. You know. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good show, man. Uh, we probably do it during the off season or something, man. Are y'all okay? Y'all want me to continue to go? Cause we got a lot of people still here waiting. I got Dak not done yet, man. Shout out to you, man. You're live. What's up, Law? Nothing much, man. Just chilling, man. What's up? What's up? Hey, oh, Brandon had one good point. You know, when he was quiet, that's only that, that that's the only point I seen that he had. Because I you know I've been listening to him, you know what I'm saying, for a little bit. You know, I've been wanting to call in. It just he he sounds like Stephen A. He sounds like he's waiting for something bad to happen. Now, I understand he's saying that we that we haven't won our deck haven't won in the playoffs. Right. Have Dak had these these type of dogs in the playoffs. Have, have Dak had this type of team in the playoffs? Now, last year they said they was nervous. I think that was just BS. I just think they wasn't ready for that type of game. Yeah. But um, and uh, far as the picks, North, I looked at some of the picks, and most of the picks is either Dak in his hand hit, the receiver is not running the right route. And what I got to say about that is when you're a quarterback, you got to go through four or five different players, North and the, you know what I'm saying? See who's open. Right. And the receiver has one, you know what I'm saying, one job on that route is to run that route, look for the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Always right. operate the quarterback because the quarterback can get in trouble. So that, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't really blame Dak on that. You know what I'm I blame more the receivers on that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dak can throw some straight balls, but in quarterback, to Dak to throw straight balls, that line has to be pitched perfect for him to have the room to throw those straight balls. Right. True that. You know what I'm saying? So it's so so it's kind of hard to put it on deck if you know what I'm if 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 he doesn't have the right type of quality type of players to uphold those two seconds that he needs to look to four or five different players. Yeah, and and you know the hardest thing is is just trying to because this naturally sounds like excuses, right? You got a third year wide receiver, like just hear me out, just third year wide receiver who just been granted the position to be the number one wide out, right? And then you got a hobbled Michael Gallup who's coming off of an ACL, who all through his career been a guy that been hot and cold, right? And then you have Noah Brown who on most teams would have been fourth or fifth option, who the Cowboys and elevated to the second wide receiver for the most part of the year. And then you were waiting on James Washington to come back. We, we got a humble or uh, main foot, right? So now a hobbled foot or what have you. And now you expecting, like the expectations from the Cowboys community is always Dak Prescott literally should be 28 touchdowns to three interceptions, right? But yeah. in actuality, yeah. if we point out those facts, it's just that, oh, man, y'all making excuses. But name me another set of quarterbacks that had the same, you know, results with what they have. You know, nobody. Nobody yeah, is expecting the results that we're getting, right? Or, or nobody right. expecting to for for these type of quarterbacks, like name me like like just name me any quarterback in a National Football League that have these sets of circumstances. Like who? Name me who? You can't. And if you do name those type, they're gonna be a five and seven team. They're gonna be a four and ten team. You know what I'm saying? 
And, you know what I'm saying, what people have to realize is, you know what I'm saying, yeah, we have these top of quality players, but it's going to be a dogfight. I keep saying it's going dog to fight. be a dogfight. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be laid in front of us. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be given to us. It's going to be a dogfight. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be a dominant. Well, it takes pressure. It takes right. a lot of pressure. It's going to be a dogfight. So fight. People fight. want to say what they want to say. People are going to down us. They're going to talk mess. But guess what they do with every single year? And every single year, somehow we the Super Bowl goddamn champions. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. No, 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 some of you say we're going to the Super Bowl every single year. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? At some point in time, we got to put that behind us and just go fight. No doubt, man. We got to fight, My man. Dak, Dak not done yet, Al. Let's go. Good call from Dak not done yet. Man, that's his name. Or was it Tad Prescott, man? Come on, man. Who are you? <laughs> but y'all get what I'm saying. It, regardless of how I put it out there, it's going to sound like a bevy of, of, of excuses, right? It, it's just how it is. The NFL is not for long, right? <laughs> but can somebody name me? Can somebody name me the, the, the situation that we had like that? Come on with it, y'all. <laughs> like the other quarterbacks that had that situation. I'm waiting. <laughs> And and I and I seen people put Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush in the box, but we were the twenty second. No, we were the twenty sixth, twenty seventh ranked offense. That was not sustainable enough. If you guys truly believe that we would still be what ten and three if we continue with Cooper Rush, I got land on the moon for sale right now, you know. But if they stick to the philosophy of guess, I guess not throwing the ball around, then maybe yes, yes. Uh, let's go. <clears throat> I got Montana six one four. You live already? How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm great, man. I can't, I can't complain. Ah, uh, man. Okay, so I'm gonna start here, man. I don't think that is perfect. Nah. No player is. Nah. My thing is, why is it our fans, the only fan base who downgrades their own players? That man then ripped his ankle in half, carrying that team, carrying the front office, who never gave him help. For Christ's sake, this man had arguably the worst coach of all time, his head coach. This dude got an incompetent OC for the past three years. As y'all can see, without Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore is no good. Yeah. No good. You know what I'm saying? Everybody keep talking about playoff wins, playoff wins. Oh, Dak got to do playoff, bro. Dak didn't give up 255 rushing yards in a playoff game. Dak put those boys in position to win those games every time. What happened? His defense failed him. His team failed him. His coaches failed him. His fans failed him. His front office failed him. Yep, keep it's going. It's not a one-man's game. It's a team. It takes 53 men to win a Super Bowl. It takes fans to win a Super Bowl. It takes coaches to win a Super Bowl. It takes a front office to win a Super Bowl. I don't hear no Chief fans talking down on on Mahomes, and he threw six interceptions at back-to-back Super Bowls, three in his win and three in the loss. 
I ain't never look at They're it that way. They're still talking yeah. about Super Bowl. Mm. The thing is, bro, our fans need to just shut up, ride the wave, and let's see what these boys going to do. Just like computers say, shut up, join the bandwagon, let's go. That's all I got, bro. That's man. all I got to say is stop talking down on your own players. Yes, indeed, man. My goodness, man. That's a good call from him, man. Oh, we're having a good family conversation, man. Uh, this is a great family outing, y'all. You know, uh, appreciate everybody who's standing tall with this conversation, right? So we got to be spotless without a blemish in the playoff. We do. <laughs> we flat out do. Because now it hit me like I get it. The 49ers game, I can't stand the Niners, man. If y'all don't know, man, I I hurt for weeks, man, after that game, man. I'm, I'm talking to you guys personally now, man. I hurt, man. I couldn't even I, – I, I was praying for my brother T to lose. But then I said, man, they got to play the Green Bay. So I couldn't stand the Green Bay just as much as I couldn't stand the 49ers. And I said, ah, I hope it's a forever tie. But there were so many Cowboy fans crying about – Aaron Rodgers, I can't stand that Aaron Rodgers boy and, and what they was doing. And here it was, the team that we lost to, right? <laughs> the 49ers versus the Green Bay. And they had the, like y'all fail to realize, Green Bay had the third-ranked defense. They were the number one seed last year. Number one. They had a quarterback that could literally, that everybody said mama, uncle, cousin, that can walk on water, right? That can turn the water that he walk on to wine. They had all of the things. They had a running back. Aaron Jones, y'all felt realize Aaron Jones was just running good. And they had the best wide receiver in the National Football League. And I'm sitting here like, man, that Green Bay, and they playing at home. They playing at home. I thought for sure I was gonna, wasn't going to hear the end of it, right? I thought for sure I'm going to hear all of the chatter from Green Bay. <laughs> or oh, I'm going to hear all the chatter from the 49 fans. I was at a bad, dark spot last year, right? <laughs> and then here go Aaron Rodgers folding up like a lawn chair. Couldn't even put the ball in the end zone, right? <laughs> but the Four Ladder Network didn't talk about his QBR, which was worse than Dak Prescott QBR the following week. Right? But people don't talk about the self-sabotaging things that our beloved Cowboy team do. We hustle backwards. We had a wide open Cedric Wilson, but the sunlight was in his face. You know what I'm saying? So he couldn't see the ball. We had 14 penalties. Right? 14 penalties. Our defense did their job of stopping the, the 49ers to the best of their capabilities. But when we scored the drive, we finally used Tony Pollard. But he only touched the ball four times. I was straight. I was inside, sitting inside myself saying that this is your most explosive player on the team, and he only touched the ball four times. And the time that I'm standing tall for Dak Prescott, it was third and 20-something. He drops back. It could have been second and 20, but he drops back and he throw the ball to Cedric Wilson. And the DB was like, shoot, he went through the body of Cedric Wilson and caught that interception. That, that, took, that took everything out of me then. 
And I'm sitting here calling the play-by-play. Y'all go back and watch this somewhere. And I'm sitting like, man, Tack, you can't do that. At least if we can just kick a punt kick and flip the field. But the very next play, before our defense can get anything together, here, here come Debo. <laughs> The very next play, y'all go look it up. Here come Devo. And I'm sitting here seeing my brother cheering and celebrating, laughing and key, key, key. But our team wasn't on the same page. And then it really took me. Y'all thought that I was mad after that Green Bay, but I was more mad after that 49ers game. I just wasn't live somewhere. I was somewhere in this house. <laughs> but when that coach said that they were nervous, I lost everything, y'all. Coach said they was nervous, man. Oh, my goodness, man. But we got a chance now, man, to correct all wrongs, man, and get things right. And I got the 908, then I got the 510, and the 925 in that order. 908, you're live. Hey, Law. Um, What's good? First off, I want to say that um, that Queens and Tracy call, that was interesting. That was uh, fun to hear. <laughs> yeah. But for my man, Brent. For my man Brandon, I must say, give Dak his respect. Man, had a broken ankle, mm-hmm. broken thumb. He's out there doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's doing his best. And at the end of the day, Dak's not the one who falls the place. It's Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Like the Titanic, who's steering the ship? Whose fault is it that the Titanic sank? Is it the captain or is it the person steering the ship? Mm-hmm. To me, it's coaching and Kellen Moore. Those two tell him what to do, and he's out there trying to do his best. I, I believe he gets frustrated when things don't go according to plan. You look at that last drive with the Texans. I felt like he's the one who took over, like, here, let me steer the damn ship. Let mm-hmm. me avoid the damn um, crash. Let me get us to what we're supposed to do, and he was on point. They need to allow Dak to do that a lot more. And Tony Pollard was another thing. He was out. What was he doing out? you got to run the ball. You can't go pass, 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 pass with Kellen Moore's addiction. That dude's addicted to passing the ball. And I, that's my fear when we come to the playoffs. He's the one who's going to cost us another year. Right. But it's a new year. Hopefully we can stay with the remedy and stay on course and we get to where we need to go. But that's all I want to say, Law. Hey, man, appreciate you, man. Great points. Great points. Great Thank points. Yeah, appreciate you. And that's from the 908, man. Um, a lot of elements in the Titanic, you know, conspiracies would say that it never really happened. But, you know, it's a story of another day. But um, there was fog, right? There was records of saying that, hey, we want to make this record time by going faster. It was chilly. It was cold. And it was an iceberg, right? You had this person that built the ship. You had the, the captain of the ship. And then you had somebody who said that not even God himself can seek the ship, right? So you had a lot of negative things that happened that all had to occur in order for that ship to have the path, to be on the pathway to hit the iceberg. And the Cowboys, we need to figure out who's the fog for first and foremost. Who's the iceberg, right? Who's that glacier, whatever it may be. And who is steering the ship and who built this doggone ship? And who is out here thinking that they are God? You know what I'm saying? Who got more power than God for crying out loud. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. But we need to figure this out before we get into the playoffs. We got four more games. We got four more games, baby. And I see somebody right now saying, Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns. 
things we don't know that we don't know. Right. And you forgot the spotter up front with the binoculars, right? The spotter. You know, who don't the spotter might have been getting eating his oodles and noodles, right? <laughs> he probably was trying to play around too much on the ship. But his job was to spot out the things, right? But you couldn't see because of the fog, right? I think there was a lot of fog in there. For somehow, however the story is, uh, uh, the movie Titanic, and I know the movie is different from the book, and the book is different from what actually happened. But you guys get what I'm saying. We don't want to be that team that all we doing is rearranging the furniture on the Titanic. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> Meaning that it's going down regardless. No, we don't want to be that team. We want to be the team that make things happen. And unfortunately, this team better figure it out before <laughs> the playoff hit. All right, for the 510, man, you in. Five ten, am I in? Yeah, you in. What's up, Law? What's the call, man? This ball. Ball? Josh Ball? Who, who, what ball is this? <laughs> oh, Josh Ball. Hell no. <laughs> Maybe we're running no ball. You can't, know, you can't pass a lot, man. What, man I, what's your name, though? You said you ball? You ball B-A-L, right? No, I'm just saying let the ball as a community. Oh, right. what's your yeah. name? What's your name then, fam? My bad. What's your name? I was just, I was just, uh, just bro G man. I used to call him to other shows. I used to call him to uh, the Sky Show and Vice Show. I've mean, I been okay. calling to your show too. Bro G, year. they call me Bro G. They call me Bro G. Okay, I got you man, saved in. Uh, I never heard that before. Where you let the uh, other callers talk to each other. That was kind of cool, man. Uh, matter of fact, that. I called in a couple days ago, but I couldn't get through. But me and another caller were talking to each other while we were waiting on your call to let us in. But I don't know what happened with that. He was a uh, Mr. Davis from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. So that was cool. I want to say something here if he's listening. Uh, but my thoughts about that last call, I think you, I think you kind of said the same sentiments as what I'm thinking, man. I, I think it's it's probably 75 percent coaching, man, of all our problems, man. That 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 is he's, he's elite to me, man. I've, I've been noticing, especially when Cooper Rush was quarterback in, I was noticing. Uh, route patterns that were running. So I wonder if they're going to change it up because we got a different quarterback. And I noticed that our depth of the routes that the receivers run, we always trying to throw for first down on first and second down. We don't need to throw for at the chains on those downs. We got to do like oh, I live on the West Coast, so I'm used to this West Coast offense out here. Right. Throw the ball short, then let your receivers get racked, and they always. If you lay almost all the interceptions that Dak is throwing, they're always at that, like between 10 and 12 yards. I've been noticing when you guys, uh, in the final call last night, you guys were running, running the film, and I was looking, they was running some kind of shell coverage, and their DBs are playing at 7 yards, and they stop. Yep. They backpedal, and they start bailing. They, they bail because they know all we're going to do is trying to throw for a first down on first down. All, all they got to do is, you got to come off, uh, like, uh, what was his name, Noah Brown. He needs to, or all the receivers, they need to come off all that route like they're going full speed, like they're going to run a nine route and just hitch. You got to get that, you got to get those DBs and linebackers who start coming up, get to respect those short patterns. And they just got to, I mean, look, look, I play ball, man. There's, sometimes the receiver and the quarterback, they don't even need, they don't need to be calling out red 25 and all these other numbers. They just need to know to look at the coverage, look at each other, and know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, if the guy come up and mad fresh you, he don't need to call no damn off. You know you're gonna fucking you're gonna do a nine route boom right. Right? if it depends on what down it is. Right. You know, and, you know, you play ball. 
Yeah. So it, it's all coaching. Me, it's coaching, man. It's coaching the, when we have these mishaps, not not the players. And uh, Uncle Charles, Uncle Charles in the line. No, nah, no, nah, he ain't here, man. Uh, you know, Uncle Charles probably, you know. Okay, I'm about to get off, man, but I'm going to do my uncle, my uncle Charles' rendition. Okay, let us have it. I took a trip down to, uh, down to the Golden Gate, right? And on the Golden Gate, I saw this rat with muscles. And he was eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. And then I seen his eagle fly over. And he was trying to swoop down and take the Lucky Charms. Well, I met the gentleman from uh, Odessa, Texas. He had an armadillo on his shoulder. And he was talking about, oh, man, that, that that rat, man, that rat with muscles. I think he's taking steroids, man. Oh, but, man, we got to get past them, 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 them rat with muscles and that eagle flying over. But we just got to be a little sneaky and take them lucky charms, man. Eat all the marshmallows out there, bowl, and we be the ones eating sweet. My name is Bro G. I love Jesus, and Jesus loves you. And there's one star and one Lord, and his name is Jesus, and I'm outlaw. Appreciate you, bro, G, man. Thank you for your story time, man, and your Uncle Charles rendition, man. Appreciate you, man. You know, uh, influences goes a long way, y'all. And, you know, Uncle Charles, you can tell he's been doing it for a long, long time. And bro, G, maybe by the time he get to Uncle Charles' age, he be on the Uncle Charles level, right? So that's a good storyline with the eagle and the lucky Charles and the rat that's, that's lifting weights and eating creatine and stuff like that. Y'all better watch out for that rat, eagles. Y'all better watch out because you already know that rat may got some special powers. Emotional damage. Yeah, let's go, man. Last caller, man. 925. You're live. Hey, this is uh, Ron B. First time caller and a Cowboys fan since 77. Woo. Yes, indeed. You saw it all, man. But well, most of it. But yeah, yeah what's good, hey, man? Great show today. And uh, love the interaction and love the uh, video that you put up showing the four curl routes. And yeah. That's the frustration with the offensive play calling and coaching. But right. I want to circle back to that. Uh, that Prescott deserves credit, at, uh, not credit, but criticism at times. Yeah. But right now, it seems that he is the most criticized, scrutinized player in all of football. Mm-hmm. Every little thing that you can attribute mistakes to coaching, to receivers running the wrong route, to the ball hitting the receiver in the chest, to his hand getting hit on the throw. Think yeah. back to the two interceptions this past week. Yeah. He's criticized for it as if it's solely on him. Now, there's a false narrative about him that's been built around him. He's 1-3 in the playoff game. Yeah. Is he really or is it the team, Right. Because we could think back to the 2016 Division of Playoff game against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Not the Rams, I'm sorry, the uh, Packers. Packers, You yeah. highlighted it. He mm-hmm. was 24-38 for 302. Mm-hmm. Eight yards to throw, three touchdowns. Quarterback rating of 103. QBR of 73. He dueled right there head-to-head with Aaron Rodgers, who made that miraculous, incredible throw at the end to win that game against the Cowboys. You cannot put that loss on Dak, and that's when a lot of people landed at his feet. He's 1-3 in the playoffs. False narrative. 2018 divisional playoff game against the Rams. He was 20-32 of 32 for 266. Eight yards of throw. One touchdown did not turn the ball over. 99.2 rating, 84.4 quarterback rating. Now, how did his counterpart, Jerry Goff, do? 
15 of 26, 186, six yards of throw, 54.1 QBR. I heard someone say that Jared Goff outplayed him. That is nonsense, utter no. nonsense. No. no. the Rams win that game Running. because they ran for almost 300 yards against the Cowboys defense. Yeah, That's how they won that game. The Cowboys did not adjust to their bootlegs. Yeah. Now, in the 2021 wild card playoff game, no, Dak didn't play well. That, that was his worst game. It was last year was his worst playoff game. Yeah, I give you that. But his counterpart Jimmy Garoppolo. What's interesting about this is Jimmy Garoppolo went 16 of 25 for 172, no touchdowns and one interception. Yet they were able to control that game and win that game. They punched the Cowboys in the mouth, and frankly, the Cowboys didn't respond. Now didn't recover. Not on either side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But here's where it's going to come down to coaching because the next week the 49ers were able to beat the Packers, which you highlighted. Right. What did Garoppolo do in that game? Not a he single touchdown. 121. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was horrible, right? Yeah. But how were they able to beat the Packers? Because of their coaching. And that has been the Achilles heel for the Cowboys from the time of Jason Garrett, Wade Phillips, and coming forward now. Mike McCarthy. That's the trust issue that I have, and that's what we should scrutinize. It's the situation of football, the play calling, and then as you've highlighted with showing those curl routes, the unnecessary play calling and design that Kellen Moore implements at the wrong time. And, 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 and hold, on, hold on, Ron B, let me just say this yeah. too. If you go all the way back, like, like let's just point out coaching, right? Like in 06, like we had Parcells. We we didn't have no business being in that game that close because we like that team the C, the Seattle Seahawks team was kind of loaded at the time they had a veteran quarterback Hasselback and all of that but they had a run game a sufficient defense but we gave them we fought tooth and nail to get to that sport that point and it was a botch kick and we all know the storyline right but then the following year the following year. That team under Bill Parcells' people, although it was under the coaching staff of of Philip Rivers, I mean Philip uh, Wade Phillips, I meant to say, but we can clearly see the differences, man. Far as just being prepared and readiness, like if if we just had if we just had a good coach in that situation, to me, I think that we beat the Giants in that game, right? I think that we yeah. go on and probably win at least. I think if, if Parcells had like a 10-year contract, there should have been at least two Super Bowls in there, appearances. Maybe one Super Bowl, yeah. but at least two Super Bowl appearances. But we lacked of coaching. And then we had a guy, by the way, Phillips, who is, in my opinion, a phenomenal defensive coordinator. And we took a coach on the job training basically out of Jason Garrett yeah. whereas we were still trying right. to give Jason Garrett uh, uh, reasons of hey he going through growing pains in 2019 <laughs> exactly. exactly and people exactly. don't fail to re- yeah. people fail to realize that that's the craziest thing yeah but yeah. go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead so that, you, you that, a good call that, man that, good that call. comes up yeah the decision making of the coaches and, and that even that Giants game that you that you uh, are pointing back to there was a coaching decision, I don't know if you recall, um, where Julius Jones had been the starting running back all year. Right. And he had that ability to hit the quick, long runs mm-hmm. and scores, right? You have to be able to sometimes get big chunks of yards in the running game. They switched 
to Marion Barber in that playoff game. Now, we love the Barbarians. Right, we do. Uh, yeah. If they made that switch, the Giants welcomed that because that slowed the offense down. Mm. Then they began turning out long possessions instead of being able to hit strike quickly in the running game. That was just one coaching decision. But coming back forward, uh, you have to be able to threaten the defense down the field. I think I've heard you allude to this on previous shows as well. You have to be able to threaten the defense down the field. And defenses, when it comes down to it, that the Cowboys face, this is why I don't trust the coaching staff, they will begin sitting on these curl routes, sitting on these hitches, sitting on these slants. And that's why it seems like in every big game, defenses are able to stifle the Cowboys, and it takes the Cowboys two and a half, three quarters to finally make an adjustment, or two, and by that time, it may be too late because momentum is huge. Setting the tone is huge. That's what the 49ers did last year with the physicality and getting out, and that's what I'm concerned with going into the playoffs this year. But thank you for uh, taking the time to hear my call. I appreciate it. No doubt, man. I appreciate you. You're a good call, Ron. Thank you. That's a good call from him, y'all. Run B, man. Uh, hey, hey, man, this was a great show today, man. I thank all of y'all who tuned in and participated, man. Um, there were some other audio clips of Michael Parsons uh, that I can play, but but we, we would just say that uh, clip for another day. Uh, I, I just want you guys to understand that we, we all may not look alike. We may not agree on the same things, but in the end of the day, or at the end of the day, we really ultimately want our team to win, right? Whereas we have civil war amongst each other, right? And <laughs> it's just how it goes. Uh, other teams, other team fan bases, they may not have the vicious uh, approach to it like we do because we are talked about. Like, I promise you, I haven't watched Undisputed First Take or uh, uh, Speak for Yourself or the other Speak Truth, whatever that other show is with, uh, you know, Joy Taylor and all of those uh, people out there. But I'm quite sure their main topic will be today what Michael Parsons said, what the Cowboys going to do. Can they can the Jaguars going to get more views this week than they ever had in their uh, entire time span since they were Saxonville or what have you just because it's, it's in relations to the Dallas Cowboys and then next week it's going to be fire and brim all week is going to be Cowboys versus Eagles to the point that it's spilling over to this week that's just how it goes y'all and 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 we gotta embrace what I guess my my guy Vaj Lombardi said we got to to embrace being the villain but naturally, our fan base is not that, though. You know, maybe the Raiders fan base, they embrace that. The Eagles to a degree because of the personality of the people and where they grow up at and these sorts of things. But Dallas is casual, man. We, and I ain't talking about our fan base is casual, but collectively casual, man. You go to Arlington the Stadium, we serving wine and cheese. We cross our legs and yay, you know, Pat me that my towel over there. Pat me that my towel. You know, they don't even have Hennessy in the building, you know. <laughs> they got, they, they, we don't get, they give you Remy. If you got Remy Mar, we don't have no Hennessy, you know. We don't got no crown, you know. We, we, we just laid back, you know. Texas is laid back. We ain't, we ain't rambunctious, you know. But shout out to my West Coast Cowboys because they different. They're a different breed. I ain't talking about Dallas, y'all. 
<laughs> you know, maybe they picked the stadium up and put it somewhere else. But, you know, that's a story of another day. But that's just how it is. Dallas, for so long, we took the high road, right? Uh, it goes all the way back to, uh, I think, uh, Roger Staubach. You, you know, remember the Jets during that time, Jets was very popular. And they was comparing the quarterbacks, right? And I forgot the doggone quarterback for the Jets, but he was a player. You know what I'm saying? He had a lot of ladies. And then Roger Staubach, he took the high road. He said, yeah, I have sex just as much as he do. But Miles is with the same lady, basically. You know, we had that clean, polished look, whereas other teams had the rough and rugged look, right? Y'all remember that? <laughs> I forgot that doggone quarterback name, right, for the Jets or whoever. You know, y'all know it in the chat. Joe Namath, right? We took the high roads, right? And then when the 90s came around, you know, nobody, like, like Troy Aikman, the playmaker, and Emmett, boy, they, they, these boys beating people up looking good out there on the field, right? The playmaker had his troubles and warts, but, shoot, that block chain on Troy Aikman, a lot of ladies loved him, right? He was the playboy. You know, he was the guy with the blue eyes, blonde hair, and everybody like, yeah, he's good. And look at Emmett. He barely got into the news in bad ways. Yeah. Oh, Broadway Joe. Yeah, Brandon. So, and then then y'all saw how charming Tony Romo was, right? Had Jessica Simpson and everything, you know. <laughs> Carrie Underwood, you know. <laughs> Had all of the ladies fighting over all of the ladies. Ladies fighting over Romo with the little dimple on his face. You know, everybody loved Tony. You know, so, so this is how it is, man. We are more glamoured than the other teams. They don't talk about other teams like like nobody talk about other teams uh, off field stuff and stuff like they do with the Dallas. That's just how it goes. We always so so we are public enemy number one. That's just how it goes, man. They uh, <laughs> said Troy look like Jay Z now. <laughs> he probably do if I he probably do look just like Jay Z now. All right, uh, nobody saw us coming in the nineties. Right, right. We supposed look people look. Believe it or not, people didn't like us in the 90s, man. Hold on. I, had, I said it backwards. They loved us in the 90s when we started winning, winning, because we won in a different type of way. But they didn't see us coming. They didn't, they, they didn't see us coming enough to hate us, right? They were still high on the sauce with the Washington team winning the uh, Super Bowl and and it was high on the sauce with the Giants being a bad boy with LT and things like that. And then the 90s Cowboys came in and we were we were finesse whooping teams and then telling people we, we were so we were so under the radar that Jimmy had the right mindset to use it against them. You know what I'm saying? The 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 media. Nobody voted like what year we went what year we went we won a Super Bowl, but nobody on the defense was elected to go to the Pro Bowl. What year was that? Y'all remember that? They hated us in the 80s, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, they admired us a little bit. In the, like, it was split. That's I believe that's when the Cowboy Nation really split because there were people with strong ties to, to, to Landry, and then there were people that were looking at this thing like, here, here this guy from California or Arkansas, however Jerry Jones want to claim his allegiance from, coming in, firing the Hall of Fame coach, right, the legacy and everything, and bringing in a college coach, right? 
<laughs> yes, indeed, baby. Yeah. Um, go birds. I feel you, Eli. We will, we can't wait to play those birds, though. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be a, a unique thing. I see you. America's team, baby. Yeah. We just got to have to stand tall, y'all. Appreciate everybody. And once again, let me hit the sponsors up, man. Uh, be sure to check them out. Sutton Digital Marketing. That's Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N-D-M.com. Check them out. Give them a call. 866-508-4169. Hit them up, especially if you want to be on the top of your Google searches. Anybody who got a business or a business owner know how important it is to be on the top of the news, top of the Google search engine optimizations to get your business out up front. Reach out to Sutton. Five stars everywhere. That's why they reached out to us. We got five stars everywhere. Me personally, knowing that the content can be on all four corners of this multiverse, it's a ripple effect. The Cowboys can be on top too. Cowboy Nation, y'all call Sutton Digital Marketing, right? <laughs> Check out them and say, hey, Law, send me. Because I want to be on top. I want to be the head, not the tail. I don't want to be finishing last. I want to be like Ray J. I hit it first. The only way that can happen, if they stay locked in and focused, is the mindset. The battle happens here first. In the head, in the mind. And these Dallas Cowboys facing the Jaguars, these next four games just like Holly says shout out to him for the super chat after these game, after this game treat all of the games like a preseason because of health I agree to a degree but we have no time to sit back and feel like we accomplished something we gotta fight they say a prize fighter even when he's down he continue to swing Unless he's Nate Robinson. <laughs> Nate Robinson was folded up like a lawn chair, right? You got to continue to fight. Write this down. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it. If all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you and you and you hold all other things tardy and cheap, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it and lose all terror of your mind for it, if you will simply, oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity with faith, hope and confidence and stern pertinacity. If neither cold, poverty or famish or fame, or sickness of your body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want if dogged and grim and besiege and beset it with the help of almighty cowboy nation stand tall guess what you will get it 
Let's go, Cowboy Nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Go, Cowboys. If I left out your donations, donations, I'm going to read them now as as everything else pull up. Appreciate y'all so much, man. Roll those credits, baby. Let me see what we got, man. Uh, Common Sense Lab says, what people are missing, time between Dak to make a decision, then throw the ball before or prior to the interception. What he sees and think a wide receiver or DB does, the ball is already in the air. I appreciate you for that. That's a good one there. Man, I wish I'd have caught that one, Common Sense. That's a lot of common sense there, man. Oh. We got another super chat from Java. We're all Cowboy fans and want to see them win. It's okay to have different opinions. I agree with Brandon, though. I want to see us. What we going to do in the playoff? I got to see more one and done. You're right. We can't be one and done. Bubba Baker says, screw every one of these Philly haters. Let's get ready to rumble. Yes, indeed. And Brandy, I just need some consistency from Dak Prescott. That's from Brandy. Mahoney. Let's run it up. She right. We need to see some consistency. And I ain't saying consistently throwing the interception. That. <laughs> Shout out to you, Lisa. One love to you. Thank you for jumping in. Tony Miller, appreciate you. Chalk Talk, thank you. Come on. Come on. Hey. Put some flashes on me or something, baby. I just want to run it up. Shout out to you, David Johnson. Appreciate you. Brandon Ross. Appreciate you. Law once a week. Me and you, we set the internet on fire. Appreciate you. Shout out to you, Eric Stewart. Trey, appreciate you. Come on. Jay Reese, appreciate you. Who else? BD Gray. Shout out to you. Greg Berry. Somebody said they do have Hennessy at the stadium. Appreciate you. You got that Hennessy black? <laughs> Call it too legit. Let's put some TY out here, man. With my TY film, man. Lately, I just want to run it up. Yeah. Boom. T.Y. You ain't got no alibi. Warren Duncan. Mary Lawn. Shout out to you. She, she says she, she late. As they say. It's better to be seen than be. Come on. 
Delay but not denied. Come on. Oh, the haters. Emotional damage. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. Come on, Cowboy Nation. The name is Law Nation. Run it up, baby. Let's slow it down just a little bit, though. I'm the only guy on YouTube that can play a slow song to some highlights. Come on. Come on. Put some street lights on them highlights. Ah, y'all see them street lights. Come on. Come on. One more time for my sponsors. Check them out, baby. 866-508-4169 for your mind. Watch he say. I follow you go. Them street lights hitting you, Eric. That's what's going on. He said too much flashing. <laughs> Eric Stewart said them street lights hurting his eyes. He an eagle fan though. That's how it gonna be next week. <laughs> Hey. All at one. All at one. What we tell him, baby? Don't let the street hit you all alone. I'm old school all the way. They say when you're from the South, when you're in your teens, you act like you're in your 20s. When you're in your 20s, you act like you're in your 30s. When you're in your 30s, you act like you're in your 40s. <laughs> I got an old soul, y'all. Hey. Wherever you go, whatever you do, play it too. So when you're in your 50s, man, you got to up it up even more. <laughs> you're acting like you're in your 80s. Just a southern thing. Shout out to you, Lisa, again. Remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. We about. I had to let that whole song play. <laughs> Happy hump day, man. See y'all a little later on today with my brother, the twin maker. You have to be your biggest fan. And... 
when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, Hurts or the team? You don't know who you're gonna meet, who you're gonna meet, who you're gonna meet. I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's a little it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like, and it's Eagles Cowboys. The Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like, I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like. I can't, I, I, like, I, like, when things are off, I, I just can't, like, hold it in. Like, I almost got to say something. Like, you know, they, got, they got a great team, great defense. But everyone, everyone has their own opinions, though. But they got, so, Jalen Hurts is MVP. He's good. He's good. You look at the Eagles. Is it Hurts or the team? Wait a minute, I see you, Eastside. Let me check in on Eastside. He thought I forgot about him. He in the chat. He waited to the end of the show. Let me check in on Eastside. Oh. <laughs> Hush your mouth, man. Don't have me come over there and read out that belt. Go to your room. I say, hush it. Hush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> East side of the Herald in the house. Go to your room. We don't play the Texans this week. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you he rooting for the Jags now. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Don't y'all block east side now. <laughs> he said, man, I'm going to tell mama. What you going to say? Hush your mouth, man. Shame. Don't be telling mama. Don't know who you gonna meet, Eastside. <laughs> Emotional damage. 